0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 342, recorded on September 9th, 2021. <laughs> Tonight's episode with special guest Ryan Black from Nintendos. Not DOS, NOS. We talk about the latest game releases and in industry news. Industry, man, I'm going to roll. Industry news, video game companies spoiling their own content, and Justin's favorite segment, Jesse's Poke Minute. Jesse, you know what to do.
1: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to the Nintendo Dads Podcast. I mean, Nintendo Dads Podcast. It's episode 342, and like Tim, we're tongue-tied. It's uh, September the 9th, 2021, and everybody should be getting ready to go out and buy WarioWare. Let's get it together, or whatever it's called, because it's going to be awesome. And if you don't like it, shut your face. Uh, So anyway, (laughs) joining... i'm sorry guys i'm in rare form tonight i don't know it's gonna join us on the show tonight is our usual cast of characters plus one mr ryan black from nintendo nostalgia not dostalgia uh how you doing ryan
2: i'm great doing great glad to be on and, and uh be with you guys and i think there's an opportunity to see business justin just this episode so i'm looking forward to seeing that live
1: yes yes i'm i i do not love business justin but some people do and that's okay I uh, just like regular Justin, who likes to talk about uh, Timbits and uh, hamburgers and things like that. Um, so, yeah. Speaking of uh, Mr. Masson, how you doing, buddy?
3: Hey, what's going on? Yeah, it's good. Uh, thanks for having me here. I'm excited to uh, to be back to this uh, this little horse and carriage show that we do here, which is absolutely off the rails to start off with. But I'm excited to be back uh good to good to be here um how how are how how are how are you today how are you today what are, I'm, are you doing? i'm doing really good like today's
1: been a today's been a great day it's been a it's been a fantastic week uh and uh you know there's you know i'm excited that i i personally am excited and this is i've already mentioned this but i'm excited they were getting a brand new WarioWare game. <laughs> I,
3: I want to, I actually recycled minigames like WarioWare Gold on 3DS. Yeah, before you jump into that, Marty, I want to pull this back. Marty, it's it's been a big week for you, hasn't it? It's been a really massive week for you. And I think we just need to recognize that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen. Oh, yeah. Um, this is the final episode that Marty Estes will be appearing on Nintendo Dads uh, as he has officially signed a contract with AEW as the Ministry uh, Or sorry Minister of Mayhem uh, With their uh, Wrestling Confederation uh, So if you're looking To uh, join our cast Please send an email And your resume Over to Nintendodads At gmail.com We're looking for someone Who definitely knows Nothing about pop cu- pop culture Who has better taste Than WarioWare And um, All in all Has a deep south accent That's really what We're looking for So if you uh, can send, just, If you're any of those things Please send it to us I, Also just, A warm body Will also work
1: just, uh, you that was fake you didn't know that. what that was like what I don't have the figure for wrestling I'm sorry they no one wants to see that
3: fair enough fair enough no well we're still ex- well then well then I'll have to tear up this contract I had signed by uh, by some other illustrious podcasters I mean um nope no nope, that was it
1: We had none
3: <laughs> We had none <laughs> okay
1: it's okay because you know what you know you know why that is because we already have the best. We're going to have the best. Uh, and speaking of the best, Mr. Jesse Waldack, who is here every week. By the way, Jesse, you're getting called out in the chat right now uh, as we record live for the br- brass stabs uh, that you do in every episode during the intro. And then someone has called them brass farts. So uh, can
4: you, What what's a brass stab? I, I don't know what he's talking about either. The only thing I can think of is I do a little jump, jump, you know. Part. I think that's it.
1: You're like the enemies in New Super Mario Brothers. Like the, they, you know, they, yeah. they they jump to the music. Papa. Yep, that's <laughs> it. So, see, there you go. And we've already run Justin off. So, um, it's it's a great night. And, and Tim is
0: Tim. What's going on there on your end? There's something is invading your house. Kitty. <laughs> the, this cat has been something else lately. Like since I moved my desk up here, she just. Owns it now. She just <laughs> yep, crawls across yep, That's what cats do. And it's like I'm here. You must pay attention to me. And it's her time now. She's like, "There's too much stuff up here. I have no spot now. You need to what move What you need it. to
1: do is you need to dim the lights. You need to wear a suit next week. Have a monocle and, and pet the cat as we talk.
0: Okay, you're, I'll work you're on like that. A James
1: Bond villain,
4: it, <laughs> or how, instead of having two hands, turn one into a hook. Or a claw, the the metal hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's some. I mean, we, we can just show the chop- how many in my how hand? many eighties villains with one hand head? We can just
1: we can just chop your hand off. It's totally fine. I mean, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need. Pick the one that you need. Uh, can, do you have an evil laugh? By the way,
4: sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> What's it? Justin <laughs> has a disembodied head above his shoulder. Well, I so sure.
3: Look at listen. We're about to head off to bed. I have got I have got someone who here who desperately wants to say goodnight to people. So I'm gonna Let's I'm gonna, do put, it. I'm gonna put you I'm gonna this is Morgan Masson. She's gonna take the headset on the cans. She's gonna say goodnight. You can talk a little bit of Nintendo with him if you want, really no, quickly. I just okay.
2: wanna say
4: hi to my future self.
3: Okay, this is creepy. Oh <laughs>
2: god.
0: <laughs> Hello. All right. Hi. Go for it. You said you want to say hi to your future self.
2: Yes hi Morgan good night
3: okay what do you got to say to what do you say to, say to
2: these guys dad told me to say hi to Marty okay hi
3: broski that's what he said to say <laughs> what's
1: up broski <laughs> okay
3: can you say good night good night <laughs> good night good night
1: good night fantastic see see that's the kind of stuff you don't get on other shows because they don't they don't have kids
3: good night. or Love they
4: do and they just don't care about okay. them. Was uh, this, so, is this yeah. after the consumption of apples and/or grapes?
3: I don't know. I don't know anymore. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I just put a little dish of food outside their doors. That's fine, right? Like, it's
4: like a pan. Uh, They're just so like, I, if you eat
0: it, you eat it. I yeah. have to lock mine up before we start the show, so mine are locked up right now. With
2: the, <laughs> the kids or the snacks? The, the kids, both, yes. both The okay. kids, the kids okay. are locked well, away.
1: <laughs> on that note. Uh, Guys, uh, we've got a uh, little bit to talk about tonight, uh, and I'm excited that we're going to get to chat with Ryan and talk about some other cool things and nostalgia and music and everything later on. So without further ado, let's just dive right into the news. Do it.
3: You should do it now. Do it. Press the button. Get ready
0: for it. You should do it now. So, uh, has anybody else noticed that Justin's like, I don't care about the music. I'm just going to just, you know just do my thing (laughs) tim (laughs) tim
3: Tim, i'm gonna stop you right there all right i'm gonna stop you right there because the sass you've been delivering today already i'm not having any of it say i'm not having your attitude also this show has been going on for seven years if you haven't figured that out by now that's on you that's not on me bro that's on you all right I've been yelling we're over here. are still recording. This is the longest episode
1: years. ever, seven years long. Oh. Seven year episode. <laughs> uh, that's that's just uh, that's like every other week. And it'll uh, take
4: fourteen years to render before I can upload it to yeah. YouTube.
1: Well, guys, uh, our news and our ranting is brought to you each and every week by you guys over at Patreon.com backslash Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can join up with the fantastic community we're building over there. Our Discord, Monthly Mayhem. All kinds of other cool stuff. And guys, right now we are we are in the front edges of September. September is going on right now. And we mentioned this last week that uh, we're running a contest through the month of September. That every new patron uh, that joins up uh, during the month of September is going to be entered into a drawing for a Nintendo Dad's prize pack that will be sent out on the the, the first part of October. Once that winner is chosen. So, a dollar a month, $5 a month, $10 a month, $30 a month. Uh, you join up uh, as a brand new patron and uh, you'll get entered to win that. Guys, there's a box over here in my office full of, of really cool cases and controllers and other accessories for the Switch uh, that we will be giving out and we'll be sending you some Nintendo Dad swag as well. Uh, and you can be like Ryan, who ironically uh, is our brand new Patreon producer of the show. He just joined up this week, and we're very thankful for him. Uh, and yeah, we will. Um, Mecca says we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to go to my nearest Walmart and give give me the. We'll send you the snack pack. I'm always tweeting about. Yes, I'll send you snacks. You know what? We'll we'll, we'll put some stuff in there. We'll we might. Can, can I rant for just a second? Can I just have one second? I was going to get, guys, Mountain Dew. You know, last year at, at Extra Life, Dunkin' Donuts was doing the ghost pepper donut, right? And that was the, if you reach your goal, if we reach my goal, that me and my son would eat the ghost pepper donuts. So Mountain Dew, last week, they uh, they did a limited edition Mountain Dew called Mountain Dew Flamin' Hot. And I thought this would be a fantastic thing to get uh, on, you know, the show, to do it during extra life, like we reach a goal, we have to chug flaming hot Mountain Dew. It's sold out in 12 minutes. 12 minutes. They sold it in six packs. They only let you buy two six packs and it's still sold out in 12 minutes where you can now go onto eBay and, uh, and, and find Mountain Dew flaming hot for a ridiculous, uh, ridiculous price. And it's ladies stupid. and gentlemen, let me Scalp. say God bless America selling one can, one can on eBay for $17. You can get a six-pack for $69. Stupid. Stop scalping stuff. Stop scalping Mountain uh, Dew. Stop scalping PS5. Stop scalping Transformers. Stop it. <laughs> Stop scalping amiibos and Joy-Cons. Stop it. Stop it. Get some help.
4: So anyway,
1: okay. Playstations. Uh, I I said PlayStations. Okay. Said Playstations. Just- like after the show, after the PlayStation showcase today, I actually had somebody message me and ask if I wanted to sell my PS5. <laughs> said, no, no, I watched the showcase. No, I don't. I want to play <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Uh, so anyway, uh, you can add over there, patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. So, uh, subscribe to us. This month, you'll be entered to win a prize pack. There'll be some Nintendo Dad stuff in there. There'll be some Switch gear. There'll be some snacks. It'll be awesome. Uh, And hopefully you'll stick around after the month and uh, continue to support us because we do want you in the community. Uh, And also,
3: if you don't have money to spare, but you do have Amazon Prime, uh, you can use a Twitch Prime subscription. costs you no money. So for your subbing, literally nothing. And by the way, every single month, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Uh, so it doesn't build up. So you got to every single month subscribe using Twitch, uh, and it costs you nothing. And by the way, that gets you into the Nintendo Dads community as well. So some super simple ways to get in there, and that's part of our September also. So that's you know, correct. Do that, that is correct. Thing. Every
1: Twitch subscription, every Patreon subscription, uh, you get you're going into the prize pack drawing. We may do too. Depends on the who knows. Uh, hey guys, let's talk some game release updates. Uh. This week, we found out that Nino Cooney 2 Revenant Kingdom Princes Edition will be out on September the 17th for $59.99. That's coming to Switch. And then if you are looking for a game where cats beat the ever-loving crap out of each other, Fist of Fluffs is coming on September 23rd for $19.99. Uh, Tim, what, since cats crawling around on your keyboard there, you think about picking this one up?
0: Uh, I did not know it was a thing. <laughs> it was on an indie. It's
4: indie. It's yeah. like a yeah, was an indie direct. You know, Nina I don't remember is thing it. I didn't even know was coming. I just saw I that. Didn't in, either. I just saw that. In the. You know, I was looking through the future releases in eShop and saw that. I'm like, oh, that's new. Yeah.
1: Also uh, mentioned this week and then quickly dated, World War Z is coming to Switch. Uh, It's up for pre-order right now for $39.99. You can get a digital deluxe edition as well for $10 more. They get you seven item and weapon packs, uh, four items each, including golden skins for weapons and armor. Uh, There is no early release date for the digital deluxe edition, and that comes out on November 2nd. Uh, Guys, I'm blanking on this game. Where has this one been available before?
3: Yeah, so this is actually available on other platforms. Uh, It is, uh, and actually I'm on the site right now, actually on the Nintendo site about the game. Uh, It currently has over 15 million players um, and it is inspired by the Paramount Pictures World War Z. Um, And it's a third person shooter gameplay where there's basically hundreds of zombies that are swarming. Uh, As I recall from it as well, it is uh, online. uh, You play with a squad of friends it's kind of like Fortnite meets a horde mode all the time mm. uh, i've seen some let's plays of it i will say interestingly enough because this was kind of like oh this feels like a game that maybe i would be interested in despite the fact that i don't really love zombies um saber interactive who is the developer had actually put out an article about a year ago when this was announced and they said this is the most difficult port we have ever done mm. um and they were saying when you're thinking about a zombie kind of horde mode and their objective is to really make you feel like you're being swarmed. The amount of basically characters and what they're having to render on the screen is incredibly challenging. So if you even go to the eShop right now, you can take a look at, you know, scroll through, take a look at a couple of the photos. I hate to judge a book by its cover. Right. Uh, but I will say some of these look, these, some of these look a little bit choppy. Now, of course yeah. you're taking it. You're taking a single frame shot. It'll be interesting to see how this actually, how this actually shapes up. Um, yeah.
1: I honestly wish this was based on the book instead of the movie because the movie's garbage.
3: I, but I, the book is amazing. I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't think that this is really based on the movie. I think it's like there was a movie called World War Z. Yeah, well, this this, game, also, ago,
0: this so. game also has the same title.
3: Like yeah. that appears to be looking at it, and from and like it, I've seen let's yeah, play of this. I don't think this. it's
0: based on the movie. Yeah, it's, not based. It's just based on, but it the is the title. title. Are, yeah. yeah.
3: So I've so, seen. I remember kind of funny did a let's play of it. Um, and it looked pretty good. Like again, if you're a online co op shooter fan, this but, may but scratch. But it, it, it. looked
1: good on something else.
3: Yes. Uh,
1: and, and yeah, like it here's the thing.
4: I'm... It originally released on PS4, Xbox One, and Windows for in April of 2019. Oh, okay. So wow, it's like a two-year-old game. Uh I'm running into this
1: right now with Doom Eternal. Like I really want to like Doom Eternal, but man, sometimes I just like I can't see what's going on. <laughs> just, uh, does that make sense? Like it, I, feel, I feel
0: like I, I feel like I would be it would be better if I was playing it on in handheld, handheld or on Xbox? TV. Hmm? In handheld or in TV. Both? Okay.
1: Or maybe I'm just getting old. Ryan, that have was, you played? Was, it's a Maternal? fast-paced game. It's
0: fast-paced.
2: No, I checked it out from GameStop um, a while back, the first one, and it just didn't do anything for me, really. Uh, it was just really dark and just, I don't know. Didn't quite move for my liking, but. It,
1: it may be better on the OLED. I, I mean, I don't know. Yes,
2: the darker like, blacks would be awesome.
1: Yeah. So just like everything's kind of. I guess I just my eyes have problems with it because it's kind of grainy. Like there's a lot of of non non definition in some places. It's Sammy I, approved.
0: I, he pre- he prefers playing it on I mean, the, the, the Switch, and <laughs> <is, I laughs> he like, does the PS4.
1: I like the pace of the game. Like I like the action. I enjoy the 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 way it plays. But sometimes I just I don't like my eyes. Like it takes a while for them to adjust to it or something. Maybe may the pace. I don't know. But anyway world war z that like i'm gonna need to see some some let's play footage of that like from the switch and not from
0: the other systems it's already been on it's probably one of those things too that uh knowing how they've done things in the past it may be one of those things you need to wait for a patch or two.
1: Oh yeah
3: yeah i mean yeah you know, yeah we've seen games you know i think apex is a great example of that Now apex still has some glitches but slowly it's kind of been like either that or you're just becoming used to it i don't know maybe that's my part
1: yeah. uh also announced this week uh the wild at heart uh is shown uh, this has been shown off uh, on amazon uh having a 30 price tag with a placeholder date for release date it's also coming to ps4 uh i have not heard of this game
4: this so was this was like the pikmin like that i played earlier this year on xbox
1: oh man like i'm looking at this right now the art style is amazing yeah this looks really good what are the little creatures that you got with you are they like demons or uh i forget that it
4: what the what term they use is brightling or something and oh, there are okay. like four or five different kinds they have different Brightling says that just just like the different color Pikmin can well do, can this do may scratch
1: things. the itch uh it definitely Pikmin. does
4: it did mine
1: because the the rumor that's circulating and, and we'll we'll kinda lean into this pocket right here for just a minute is that uh development for Pikmin 4 was rebooted in twenty nineteen uh so i would seen a couple of, of news outlets reporting on that this week. Uh, it would kind of explain why we haven't seen Pikmin 4 yet, especially since it had been rumored for a while or, oh, it's about done on the Wii U and then all of a sudden uh, it's nowhere to be found uh, and we get, hey, Pikmin instead. Um, Jesse, I know you're a big Pikmin fan. Um, what, do you, what does this say to you? Are you, do you think it's true do
4: you like well we we have seen nintendo uh flip the tea table on games before you know dread has been canceled how many times in 19 years yeah so <laughs> so you know it kind of doesn't surprise me if it's true and just like anything you know i'm looking forward to the new game i'll put and ultimately i'll believe it when i see it but you know, right. just because and you know, we know how long it takes to make games now. It can be it, it you know, as little as two and as many as like six. So just because they started restarted it two years ago doesn't mean it's anywhere near done. Yep. That's
1: true. Also uh announced tonight in the continuing train of craziness that is coming to uh Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Uh they are now <laughs> Going to give you the option to play as the Game Gear, the Sega Saturn, and the Sega Dreamcast. I thought we talked about this a month ago. In the ball, uh, no. Apparently, this was just announced today. Maybe before are- it was the Master System and Genesis, and oh, these are different consoles. Else. Okay, yes. So this is um, this this is the Game Gear, the Sega Saturn, and like, and it's like. Finely detailed graphical replicas of these rolling in a ball, collecting bananas.
4: Well, speaking of Dreamcast, tonight is the 12th anniversary of its release. Oh. It Maybe was that's on... they saved.
3: Sorry, Sorry 12th news. anniversary of the Dreamcast? 12 yeah. years old? Yeah. 12. It, the Dreamcast no, came 20, out in 2009? Yeah. 22.
4: 22. 22. Yeah. Dreamcast yeah. didn't come
1: out in 2009. I was no, it
4: came out in 1999. Yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, so 20, two, 22 years. Twenty two years. That's right. Man, twenty two years
3: of, to think that you should have made a better choice in your life That's what that's been.
1: I had a dream cast.
3: I don't take my comment back.
1: I had a drink, cast, and I had Power Stone and Soul Caliber. You can look; those were fantastic games. If
0: if ever Soul, Cal- Soul Caliber was awesome.
1: If ever a series had. Need for a revival, it's Power Stone. But Dan and I have talked about that a lot.
2: Uh, Ryan, were you you a Dreamcast person, Ryan? No, actually, I've never gotten to play a Dreamcast, but maybe once at a kiosk somewhere. Um, But uh, I think I was even watching, I watched people play Soul Calibur though and turn them into Game Crazy back in the day. So
3: (laughs) that's good. That's good to see your parents loved you.
2: Game Crazy. That's a. It's a name I haven't heard in years.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had a we had one of those, like a game crazy or something like that, that was local and the guy did his own commercials and he was already a crazy looking old man. And he would, he was like the, the camp, the commercial that he had was like fistfuls of money in both ends. He's like, we pay cash for games. We pay cash. It's like, <laughs> yeah, i don't want i don't want to come around to you like there no children should ever be in your presence <laughs> uh, <laughs> right yeah uh gaming dad in in the chat reminds it 9999 $9. $9. $9. $9 was the release date of the dreamcast okay. yep uh the, and, and y'all look that was a really cool system uh the, the only frustrating part about it was waiting for the, the memory units because they didn't ship enough when they first came out because Sega moved the data, up, so you know, and basically torpedoed themselves in the process, but they didn't have enough VMUs, so you couldn't save your game. So, I can't tell you how many times I, I started and restarted Sonic Adventure waiting <laughs> because to I didn't learn the yeah. lesson
4: with a Saturn. Apparently,
2: was was the Dreamcast the one that had the LCD little LCDs Tamagotchi thing you could take yeah. on? That I was wanted that so card, bad yeah. as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> that thing popped pocket. out,
1: and you could play the with the with the. And I'm gonna somebody's gonna call me on this because I can't ever. Is it is it the Sonic the little, the little alien things? Are they Chaos or Chows?
2: It's Chow though. I always called them Chaos growing up.
1: Yeah, I did too. I because it, it looks like Chaos, you know. Mm-hmm. It's Chow. So yeah, you can play the little like ch- you can play with the Chow. Take it with you. Of course, That's that cool. led to lost memory cards when there's already a shortage. So anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah. So that's our game news. Uh, But there's some other news items we want to talk about uh, here. Today, Nintendo and Lego Group unveiled the newest uh, Lego, um, I guess, big build set uh, in the Nintendo line, which is a question block. It's a question block that opens up to four mini diorama scenes uh, from Super Mario 64, including 12 uh, micro figures uh, and yeah,
3: um, it's 170 bucks. I gotta have it. It's G- gentlemen. I think we're old enough to remember a time of a toy called Polly Pocket, mm-hmm. or what was referred to as I believe there's a there's a there's a boys version, Mighty Max. Right. Thank you. I was like back in the 80s and 90s. That was how we defined things, right? Boys and girls. Um, the moment I saw them do this, I was like, this is a Lego Polly Pocket. That's exactly
2: yep. what
3: it is. <laughs> yeah. Man, I have thing, to get
2: it now. <laughs> well,
3: I,
1: and if you guys remember, uh, Micro Machines actually did some things like that too back in the day with Star Wars action figures. Uh, Star Wars vehicles that would open up to like playsets from the movies. Because mm-hmm. I had like a Millennium Falcon that opened up and it had like a little mini Darth Vader. and a, But y'all, this is too cool. Like, the, I mean, the size of the question block and then it opens up and everything kind of like pulls up and flips out. And it's, oh, it's so cool. Uh And and just like the Nintendo, the NES, the Lego NES was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, this is going to be done well. I just.
0: I already said there were some secrets in it already, too. So,
1: of course, there is. I mean, that's.
3: But the, the fu- the, so, so are, like, are we going to expect Nintendo uh, This is great and I'm not Yucking on anyone's yum Alright if this floats your Boat great love it like In all fairness I think it's kind of cool This is definitely not what everyone Was wanting And I don't know yeah, if, if I kind of agree with that If Nintendo's protocol with Lego is I want you to build what no one expects do you know what I mean I wonder if that's their, their no one their expected
4: mission.
3: this I know like, like is that their mission statement because I think like the low hanging fruit would be Super here Nintendo you go. <laughs> here you go ladies and gentlemen here, 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 here's the bomb, level like, like here's
4: like at least make like the f- bomb bomb battlefield yeah to a scale not three by three that's
1: <laughs> well and you've got this giant you know the like the the actual question block is big uh and then this these little dioramas that pop out of it aren't it looks like there's a lot of wasted i don't say wasted space i get it's all got to fold up in there somehow but it's, there's a lot of empty space
2: in there as far as you know
1: mm-hmm. well tim yeah <laughs> i mean
2: this is definitely a but you mentioned the NES and this is in a cube form. So I definitely want to see a GameCube uh, model, Lego model, especially just for the purple bricks. But also like to press that power button and it light up with the orange. Like, yeah, I'd love that. Oh,
1: that would be cool. That would be cool. Play the GameCube uh, startup. Like, look, they could do an entire line of, of, of Nintendo consoles. <laughs> and I'm OK with that. Like if they did it with the same care that they did, the Lego NES. yes.
3: Yes. Yes. This this thing's coming in at like 170 bucks though, isn't it? Or what mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. That, that feels a little. A little well, the, the
1: NES was 229. Do we do we yeah, know
3: how yeah. many pieces it is? Do you want to you want to know you want know how much that was Canadian? 300 Three hundred dollars. My wife got it for me an anniversary gift.
4: Because no, normally uh, the prices seven. are set by the number of pieces, and they work down to be 20 or 25 cents a brick. So, and if, if this is the same ratio, then yeah, it makes sense. Do we know how many pieces are in this thing?
1: Uh, we can find out there's, let's just say a bunch. Mm-hmm.
4: That doesn't help me with the math. <laughs> Five cents
0: it, it, times a bunch equals. It is interesting. So it is, so,
4: so it is interesting. Solo,
3: something in our chat mentions this. We have seen, like, if you go into the my Nintendo rewards there is now a Mario uh, key, Mario Lego keychain.
1: Well, if you got that, there in enough time, there was.
3: Yeah, I got one. Um, and although, by the way, it's not actually Lego. It is steel. It is metal. It, the front of it looks like Lego, and the back of it is just steel. So it's not an actual like Lego minifigure or anything like that. Um, but we also saw them of like, hey, if you link your my Nintendo account to a Lego VIP account, you get extra coins. We're seeing that relationship becoming much tighter. So we probably should have seen that this was probably inevitably mm-hmm. coming another set. Um, I'm curious. I'm I'm so interested in seeing the longevity of this relationship with Nintendo and Lego. Mm-hmm. I think we all want, and I know that Tim, like I think last month someone had made like a Metro uh, and Ryan uh, the Gunship. Right, the Metroid gunship out of Lego, and everyone's like, Yes, do this. Mm -hmm. Right, I want to see how because I want to see how far this relationship goes. And are they building um, Legend of Zelda kits in little scenes? Like, could you have a Majora's Mask? Also, like, if they actually made Nintendo minifigs out of Lego,
4: done, son. Done. Yeah, can they at least have faces though?
1: Yeah, because these don't. Well, they're they're not many figs; they're micro figs, so they're literally made out of like Mario is made out of three bricks, three pieces. And Jesse, to to test your theory here, it is
4: two thousand sixty four pieces. Two thousand sixty four, and what was the price? One sixty nine ninety nine. Look, okay, I I did something wrong here. No, um, once just- are you figuring
3: out the value of each brick? Is that what you're doing it right is. now?
4: Yeah, get out of here. So it's about, yeah, it's about eight cents a brick. So it's actually cheaper okay. than I would have thought. What's interesting about this is I'm looking
1: at it on the Lego site. There's actually interactive things you can do with each one of the little biomes that come out of it. Like the Princess Peach's castle opens up and there's details in there. Uh, the, the, you know, the chill the cold place tilts and has all these things and the lava area has stuff going on. Like I know it's, it seems small, but like the, the level of detail that seems packed into this is pretty amazing. And on top of that, there's interactivity points there that interact with Lego Mario, just like the the Lego NES did as well. So
2: is Ryan, are you picking this up? I am not um well it'll be on my christmas list at at the very least um i'm hoping to, to pick it up um eventually but it's again like i've got switch OLED, led i got to cover and that and this lego set comes out pretty pretty soon yeah uh, i I'm, I'm I'm feel like, i feel like it's just going to be picked up really really fast and i just i couldn't recover the funds and time to cover all of that I,
4: I I looked up the, the nes lego kit and did the same math you know the taking the price and the number of bricks. And it's also about 8.7 cents per brick. So that that's consistent.
0: Hmm. Here's my proposal on other things they could do. Have you seen the Harry Potter books that they do?
1: Yeah. My daughter I would like has one see, of
0: those. I would like to see them do cartridges that open up into scenes from the games.
1: Yeah. And you know what? There's a question later on during our community spotlight about your dream Lego NES uh, or Nintendo Lego set. So be thinking no. about what that is for you. Cause that's a good idea. Um,
0: I, got we'll or, I got mine. I got mine.
1: So that's coming out. Uh, pre-orders for that. I think are going to go live pretty soon. Uh, it's going to hit stores on October the 1st, but uh, d- and like, then it'll you know,
4: hit eBay a week later.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, the, the, the the thing about this is is the Lego NES actually had um, it had several runs. So if you miss this one on the first time, don't be don't despair. This this will probably be around, uh, like the Lego NES. Uh, also, guys, it is Crash Bandicoot's twenty fifth anniversary, uh, and Toys for Bob has talked about the fact. And this is just kind of a little news blurb to let anybody know uh, who likes Crash Bandicoot that there is more Crash Bandicoot coming soon. Uh, and Mecha Dragon said, since today is Crash Bandicoot's 25th anniversary, my request for the podcast tonight is that you all share your memory for Crash Bandicoot's games. Also, Marty is forbidden to talk smack about him if he's on tonight. I refuse to hear him talk down on my precious boy. Sorry, Crash Bandicoot's crap. Why? I played it. I played the remaster. All I played right. the originals. All right. I will say this. Crash Bandicoot 4 on the PlayStation 5 is a wonderful experience. It's fantastic. <laughs> First Mecha, three games,
3: eh. Mecca, believe it or not, believe it or not, I actually have some positive experiences with Crash Bandicoot. Uh, so for a time, I what I would call my dark period is when I didn't have a Nintendo, but I actually had PlayStation. I had converted. And it was, uh, I, I had an old, the OG, the original PlayStation. I moved down to university. And as a poor student, legitimately, <laughs> we couldn't really afford a lot, right? but like I saved up money and I would get like one game and I got like crash bandicoot one. And I remember me and my roommate would like sit down and we'd like play crash bandicoot for like an entire weekend. And then we would finish it. And then we'd take that disc and then we'd go down to like the, the swap, the swap and buy. And we'd swap that for like crash bandicoot two and have to be like another tenor. And then we'd go back and play that. So like, we just kind of like we'd always trade up the the latest version of Crash or the old version of Crash for the latest version of Crash. We that all the way through like Crash Bandicoot three. And so actually, interestingly enough, when Crash Bandicoot, the trillion insane trilogy, came to switch, I actually picked it up on sale because I wanted to have all three of those games so I could have that memory again. Cause that was such a really influential time for me for when I was playing video games on my PlayStation. So yeah. So I I I'm all about I'm all about it, but I'm gonna say this. And I, I, you know, I'll let everyone else kind of have a conversation about their memory of Crash. I don't think what we're going to see next is Crash 5. Because Activision or Toys for Bob is under the Activision umbrella. And their remit right now has been all Call of Duty, all overwatch all that kind of blizzard uh, active yeah, stuff. Their so, mo
4: is if it makes sense, don't do it.
3: Yep. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> think we're going to see a Crash 5. I think we might see it like a, there might be some mobile games, but I don't think you're going to see like a, a Crash 5 anytime soon. My opinion, I could be wrong. I also don't think Crash 4 sold particularly well. If I I'd have checked the sales numbers, but I don't think it sold well well. Um so I could be wrong, but Ryan, do you have any Crash memories?
2: I sure do. Um, I would go over to a friend's house um, and play. I remember that the controller was painful. Um, it didn't have the analogs. It was just the you know the D pad or whatever it was on the PS one. That, that was painful. Yeah. Um, but uh, I know that they would hand the controller to me even as a little kid and have me do certain parts. Um, I guess they they were just not really that into video games, and that's what they would do when I came over. So I got to play Crash that time, and then I played two and I played three and enjoyed all of them, and I did pick up that that trilogy. Um, I haven't gotten around to playing it, or at least I've gotten through the most of the first one, but I haven't been able to beat like a couple of the last bosses there. So before I move on to the second and the third one, which is where it's really fun. I know that my co-host, uh, Jacob Rush uh, pretty much just chucked the game in the bin um, after pl- trying to play Crash one. Um, and we're like, you gotta play the two and three to really get the experience. but nope, he's convinced that crash is is the devil. <laughs> yeah, I do
1: remember like seeing Crash Bandicoot when the PlayStation first came out. And going, oh my gosh, this is this is super cool. This is the future. But then I also thought that about Bug on the Sega Saturn. So
3: it, it, is, it is hard to go back to something like Crash. It's kind of like, I mean, in all fairness, it's kind of like when the Mario 35th anniversary came out, right? To go back and play Super Mario 64. It's such a rich game for our nostalgia and was such an influential game at that time. But generationally... Right. Games have progressed so much further in the 25 years that that game has come out that you kind of go back and you're like, this is a beast. Like, why am I doing this to myself? These are not the game mechanics it, right. that I understand now. And, and it's frustrating. And and Crash and the Insane Trilogy are kind of caught in that in that place in time that, uh, And that's as well. the thing,
1: like with the Insane Trilogy, they had the ability to fix some things like the hit detection and they didn't. And really that would have been something I think that would have pulled in more players because if you play (laughs) Crash Bandicoot 4 it is fixed. The difficulty is still there but the touchiness isn't. And there's times like where I would be playing the original Crash Bandicoot on the Insane Trilogy. Of course I didn't ever get to play it on PlayStation. It was long gone by the time I got one. Uh, The that it just feels, it doesn't feel like it's complete. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it feels a little like like you could have spent a little more time here. And I know apologists for that will be like, well, you just have to get good. You just have to get it. But the thing is, is that I've never played a Mario game where I've gone, it just feels like they didn't spend enough time on controls and hit detection. Uh, that That's it's a really important thing in a platformer.
4: And so. That's a little thing that people call polish
1: yeah and it it just feels like it didn't now i know that like now my son loves crash bandicoot he's played all four games he's beaten all four games he's unlocked most of everything in all those games so like it's something i pick up and play every now and then but i just don't have the nostalgia for it like like some people do
4: Okay. I've never right. played Good a stuff. crash yeah. game. So <laughs> I've 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 always I have a problem with games where you they have the character running into the camera. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. so just you know, so I I have no plans on ever playing a crash game. And like the and this isn't an old thing. You know, new games do this too. Uh trying to remember there was like one of the first Xbox games I played uh where you're the medium, I think. Medium, was that it? Anyway, there that, that was that was a chase scene where something's chasing me, and I have to run into the camera, sc- into the view. So like I can't see where I'm going, and I couldn't. I three or four fails. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I'm done. Because this this is crap. So did you hate the the scooter scene in Super Mario Odyssey? In New Donk City, my. I might have. I don't need to remember it anymore. Okay. <laughs> just wondered. Uh,
1: well, guys, uh, let's move on here. Let's talk about a few more uh, tiny news items. Uh, PlayStation Showcase was today, and uh, according to the internet, that came out swinging. I know this is Nintendo, but let's sit in his pocket for just a minute. Anything from this today interests you?
3: I I watched a little bit of it. I mean, I think Spider Man Two looks fantastic. Uh, God of War looks amazing. Deathloop looks fantastic. Uh, uh, Wolverine, right? Like, just take just take your choice. Just, just
4: recapped it. half the show.
3: Yeah, like <laughs> they all they all look they look pretty awesome. I don't know what to tell you. They all
1: look pretty awesome, and we'll all enjoy playing them in two and a half years when they all come out. Yeah.
0: The other one that stuck out to me was Chia, I think that's how you pronounce it, Uh, T-C-H-I-A. It kind of had a cartoony character that, um, from what I saw, she could possess, I guess, uh, for lack of a better word, other creatures and hop from each creature to creature to to traverse the terrain, if you will. Uh, And it looked like an interesting mechanic, basically. Uh, so it, it, it piqued my interest along with, uh, of course, Gran Turismo seven. Uh, because of, I've always had a hard time with the simulating racing games because I'm so used to the arcadey types, you know. So mm-hmm. if you play the arcadey types and you go to the simulation ones, you're screwed. <laughs> so, but I Sean, see. Sean in our chat knows probably more so because he, I think he likes more of the simulation ones Just, more than uh, I do.
1: Just real quick, and this is a a little side pocket here. Uh, do you recommend the switch version of Burnout Paradise? I do, yes, I do. Because I've been playing it on on Xbox with Game Pass, and I've kind of gotten addicted to it. (laughs) About 30, I'm just about 30. Is it going away? No, no, I was just wondering because I, I mean, I don't own an Xbox, okay. Oh, I've just been playing it on a Playing it on the one here, Mom.
0: Oh, yeah. If if you want it on the go, or you know, for the uh, for I guess what I'm saying is, there, yes. does
1: does it hold up pretty well? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, I enjoy every minute of that, it. When that's I'm playing what I want to
1: know. Any anything else, uh, Ryan, Jesse, any, Tim? Anything stick out to you guys from the PlayStation?
0: Uh, well, I was going to finish off by just saying also the Old Republic remake.
2: Yeah, of Republic. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw Venom. That's enough for me. I'm excited for that. Um, but uh, aside from that, did I saw someone was teasing something about uh, Twisted Metal? Did Twisted Metal actually show?
1: They did not. Oh. Uh, the The rumor is that a new Twisted Metal game is coming because Netflix is doing a Twisted Metal show.
0: Okay. I did not know this. I I've been posting on Twitter. I said I would before the show. I was like, I would love it to see a Twisted Metal. A new Twisted Metal game, or even a remake of Black, yeah, because I loved those games. But uh, I didn't know they were doing a Netflix well, thing.
1: Tim, listen, cool. if you're if you're looking for remakes, you're in luck because not only are, are we getting Knights of the Old Republic, but man, they are doing Grand Theft Auto Five for PS Five.
0: <laughs> I don't like all remakes just because of, <laughs> of that, but I mean, just you know, as something like Old Republic and how old that is, and how much we've been wanting that to be remade is is pretty cool to me. So,
2: okay. I got to say something here. Uh, So if you like twisted metal and you like star Wars, we're dancing around both those subjects. Um, If you get the chance to find uh, there is a PlayStation one game called star Wars demolition. That is star Wars and twisted metal together. And you can drive around on a rancor and it's awesome.
1: (laughs) Nice. That's pretty cool. (laughs) I, I, I vaguely remember the title, but I don't remember playing it.
2: And if you have a Sony music player and you place that disc in the Sony music player, uh, you can actually play some of the songs from the game. That's
0: cool. I had the fighting game, the Star Wars fighting game, and people didn't like that one too much. Yeah, but I liked it. I had fun with it. (laughs) I had fun being Darth Vader, beating up everybody.
1: (laughs) Darth Vader and Soul Calibur 4 was way better. Uh, Well, yeah, of course. Yeah,
0: that's no that's no comparison there. But uh, at the time, that was for me. That was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Anything but else for, stick out to any of you guys?
0: For me, Spider-Man Two is really the only thing that
4: I'd want to play. Maybe Wolverine, but we need to know what type of game it is first. Didn't the just we? show a title and that's it? I'm really, no, i
3: really think it's just it's just gonna be no. Spider-Man with Wolverine. You know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be a tactical RPG card game. That's oh, what God. I think. That's that's today, already
0: please. coming out. That's also, midnight how sun. you no. didn't cover
3: that in last week's news blows my mind. You guys, come on.
0: We did, didn't we? we? Mentioned, it. we did. Yeah, we did mention it.
3: We mentioned the release
1: date for Marvel's Midnight. Yeah, you show. mentioned yes, the release
3: date, but no one was like, "Did you see this?" This is not. No,
0: that's because we- I didn't see it yet at the time.
1: <laughs> we we kind of did send that
4: box. But I still haven't played Miles Morales, so I've got. Oh, I've got Jesse. Eyes. Come on, man! You got it's
1: ah, oh, so good. It's so good. Um, Spider Man and Wolverine were probably my, the highlights for me. Um, but what I'm lo- really looking forward to is uh, this this game that's coming out um, next week, maybe within the next couple of weeks. See, I've got God of War, and I've never I've never put it in the PlayStation. Like mm. I I have it. I bought it when it was like on a ten dollar sale. <laughs> I've never played, and it's on the it's on the PlayStation Plus selects too that you can get with the PS Five. And I'm not I'm never played, but Kena: Bridge of Spirits is coming out, and this looks like a cross between like Tomb Raider and Pixar. And it's God oh, I cannot. It looks wait. fantastic. Yeah, I cannot wait for this game. Uh, it's it's going to be so good, I yep. think. And anyway,
0: I we'll will say that, this that. All what's been shown at this showcase and of course God of War Ragnarok. God of War is one of those series that's one of my all-time favorite series. So I'm excited about Ragnarok, of course. So yeah. I am now going to be planning on getting my PS5 hopefully by 2022 or in, yeah. in the early part of 2022. I'll
1: so. also, I'll also be sending planning on sending you back your copy of Returnal. <laughs> that you okay. that, that for that PS5 that I've played and you haven't.
0: All right.
4: Oh, that's cool. Um, Also, uh, yeah, Jesse, I'm sorry. So kind of like some quick breaking news here. uh, From the Square Enix Twitter account, they're going to have a keynote at Tokyo Game Show. It will have English subtitles slash interpretation. It will be October 1st at 7 Japan time, which is going to be like 8.30 in the morning. So we'll... We'll have more information on that, you
0: know.
1: They're 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 letting us know to tune in so that they can let us down again.
0: Yeah, Probably. I was gonna say, weren't we let let down and disappointed last time? <laughs> they Maybe they were started, saving they it all for they're setting us
1: up to harvest our disappointments. It's kinda of like Monsters Inc. Square Enix powers their, their game <laughs> dev uh building with our with our tiers. That's they're
4: exactly. Gonna, it. They're gonna announce more games that'll be on Steam and mobile. Yes.
1: Yeah, Final Fantasy Pixel uh, Perfect, uh, I bought for the iOS because it was on sale. Still does not have controller support. Mm. That's fun. I'm not playing it till it does. Um, I've tried. I can't do it. I just, just, anyway. Uh, one little last news item here. IGN uh, has launched round one of the best video game of all time. Uh, this bracket is up right now. This isn't
4: gonna cause internet debates. Oh at all.
1: no, this is gonna be uh you can vote uh by heading over to IGN.com. We'll drop the link in the chat. If you're listening to us live, uh Tim's already done it. I, I, I bet uh, there's
4: already a group of people rooting for Plock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's
1: already
0: pre it's already a predetermined list. Can, so can, I don't think Plock is. On there. Here's
1: what we're gonna do, guys. Here's what we're gonna do. Insider info here. We are going to campaign for Starlink. <laughs> Starlink is going to win.
4: You're a monster.
1: Let's do it. I, I thought <laughs> Let's we make were it happen. For,
4: I thought we were I thought we were talking about other end.
1: That one would work too. <laughs> or uh can it be Waluigi's Taco Stands? Ah, the game that doesn't exist. NHL
0: ninety four.
3: Um, oh, don't. Take your drink. Don't
2: oh, not ask that. <laughs> no, bring that <laughs> on the show. Oh, man.
0: You you, well,
2: did you put that is, on
4: me, Ricky Bobby? He said that while I was taking a drink of my water, and I almost spat it out.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of spitting things out, uh, Justin, isn't it time to throw to our sponsor?
3: Oh, sure is it. Let's do that. All right, then she open up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, autumn is in the air, as as the pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends over at Manscaped are here to make sure that you don't carve your pants pumpkin when you're grooming. If you know what I'm saying, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Now make sure you're keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for a cuffing season like no other. Ready to take the leap into fall with Manscaped? Join over the 2 million men worldwide who are using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code NINDADS. That's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, absolutely, we continue to love Manscaped, right? And 2 million men worldwide continue to use it. We are with the the gentlemen here using every single day. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you that the product that I am the most, uh, that I have enjoying the most is actually their like shampoo, uh, body wash. Uh, Jesse's giving me a nod. Jesse, you got that too. It smells pretty good. Yeah, I I, I
4: I haven't used it as a body wash, but I've used it as a shampoo, and I do like it. Sure, it's a it is a shampoo and body wash. It's a combined one. If you read the bottle, I right, really, I did, but I still yeah. I like my body wash. It's like no- yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I put it in a nice. I, you like know, that. this is
3: probably the, the counter to like manscape. I put it in a nice loofah, kind of get it going, and just kind of scrub around. <laughs> and let me tell you, it's a great smell. I really enjoy it. Tim, you were saying last time you like it too, right?
0: Oh yeah, yep, and it's. Even though I was, you know, shocked by the size of the bottle, yep. it actually does pretty good because, like yeah, you said, little, the loofa type thing. A little thing, goes
4: a, a little goes a long
0: way. A little yeah. does go a long way. Yep. that's what she said. And if that's what she said. yes, it does. And also, if you've heard the and um, dads after dark in their show, their last episode, they actually did an on air test
3: mm-hmm.
0: of a couple of their products. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave that to your imagination. Yeah, and let you, you can go absolutely
3: go check that out <laughs> as well. So, of course, ladies and gentlemen, their performance package uh, 4.0, the lawnmower 4.0. These are fantastic. The Weed Whacker, these are fantastic equipment. Maybe like I have all the equipments, but don't forget they have these amazing, like I said, deodorants. They have body washes. That stuff is fantastic. I would highly recommend you check that out. Even if you're like, I don't need Manscaped. I don't need that. The the men's um hygiene products, I guess is the word I would use there. Their are they their soaps or shampoos not their soap the Creams their, and noists creams and moisturizers are really, really good. Uh and I re- like it's part of my daily routine. I highly, highly recommend it. So again, if you're interested in that stuff, head over to manscaped.com, use Nindad's N-I-N-D-A-D-S at checkout and get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Ladies and gentlemen, make your balls a priority this fall. Choose Manscaped and Your balls will thank you. Back to you, Jesse. All
4: right. So did they give us a new animation yet for this month? No, I got a new copy, but I didn't get the new animation. Okay. Because I brought up the animation that was still the space one. And I'm like, this doesn't fit the read. I was going to take it off.
3: Does it? (laughs) I'm I'm going to also tell you this thing. I love Manscaped copy reads. Yeah. These, I love the creativity in their writing. Can can I I tell you what
1: I love? I don't know what was better. The fact that you use the words "pants pumpkins," yeah. or the look on Jesse's face when you said "cuffing season" as he tried to <laughs> figure out what that was.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna be and, and just for reference, "pants pumpkins." I I'm not taking uh, credit for that. That is again the copy that was provided. <laughs> uh, I I, honest honestly, um, and I I know that people are tired of the manscape stuff in this as well. I have absolutely, it has been great to work with them. They have been a ton of fun. Yeah. They're a great company. Their sense of humor is, and hopefully, and I know that people have been enjoying the products as well. We got information about it recently. Uh, we highly recommend it. And
1: absolutely. It. Absolutely. Uh, while uh, we transition out of that, let's talk about a rumor, shall we? Do it. So broken by Nintendo life, uh, Right before we begin recording tonight, so I feel like this probably has a little bit of weight to it. Uh, Nintendo Life is reporting that the Switch OG model will reportedly receive a price cut ahead of the OLED model's launch. Uh, This news comes from uh, a, a French news source. Uh, that
3: says, his uh, name,
1: info Nintendo alerts.
3: I have the uh, info of the Nintendo, eh? How are you? Yeah. I, Bonjour, would you like a croissant, Hey, eh? I have I some would. new news. I the would. Nintendo Switch? <laughs> oh, it is cutting the
2: price
3: because <sighs> it is sexy. <sighs> you you are too good at that. You're too good at that. Now I'm going to wear <laughs> you know my beret and mascara. You're so good at just offending some more crude. Crit- meet some more croissants and have some wine
0: and I will love you more. I'm sorry to all our French listeners. Yes, sorry. absolutely. Send your uh, emails to Marty Estes at nope, Nintendo
3: nope. Com.
1: <laughs> nope. Send them to Justin Masson. Justin Masson made me mad again at gmail.com.
3: <laughs> I'm so getting tired of that in the subject line. Uh So the, the, the rumor is, is that the cost of
1: the system will be reduced from 329 euros to uh, 270 euros, which uh, Jesse did some math earlier uh, and found was a seven, about a 17.9% price cut. Uh, if you do the math and you bring that over to dollars, uh, as it should be, uh, Jesse, what are we uh, looking at there?
4: Yeah, so I, I took the the original two ninety nine ninety nine, discounted it about the same percentage, and then rounding it up to the next nice l- l- looking number. It's sh- the same. It'll be a, should be about two forty nine ninety nine. So about a fifty dollar cut. And that price is very Nintendo.
1: I think about that. There there's plenty of other systems that Nintendo has sold at a discount or uh, at an original it's price of price is what dollars 99 right? So uh, that sounds – that smells almost like Black Friday in America, gentlemen. Would you agree? I mean, am I off base here?
2: I think it does make sense just to discount it um, when – price or the shortages right now with the consoles and stuff like if they have switches and they can mark them down and sell them for black friday when the oled isn't really available because they're saying that it's gonna be a little harder to get uh due to shortages i think that makes sense to to knock the price down so people will still want to pick up a switch even though it's not the oled model it gives them an incentive
3: and, and i agree with that fundamentally ryan but I, the other argument is they don't need to mm-hmm right like and and your call out to the chip shortage is a hundred percent logical right rumors right now i saw something online that uh the speculation for the chip shortage is saying that this could actually continue to impact playstation and xbox into 2023 regarding the chip shortage uh so they're still going to have a tight supply chain and actually the rumor potentially is right now that nintendo is going to be feeling that crunch probably after the first run of oled models so nintendo is actually in a situation especially you know as as you know supply and demand come come around right so obviously as scarcity of of the devices uh goes up right so sure does the market for it right so nintendo doesn't you know if that's if if we're indeed future future projecting and i don't disagree that if they you know again if you take a price cut you could probably make it up potentially more because more people could buy, be buying it as well. My concern with the price cut is if you're price cutting it, how how close are you getting to that switch light co- cost as well? Do you know what I mean? And so, are you actually doing damage into your switch light modeling perspective as well? Like, are you know all of a sudden now you're like, yeah, we their switch lights have you know reduced by about fifty percent their movement on those consoles? Why? well what we're now seeing is a i don't know a, a 25% increase in our mid tier or our og ones that are moving so there's some there's some kind of balance there um a price cut logically makes sense we're four years in the cycle get the get the old old ones out of the way the other part of it as well is that we don't really know for sure i mean nintendo has shown us the there are three the three lights right there are three um, <laughs> models that they're going to have right And they always do this they we have several pillars, blah, blah, blah is essentially after the, the OG run is done. Like, are they gone? Right. Are we going to see the OLED then be the, I'm going to use the word the primary, right? Like, like, it's only going to be OLED and light. Like are, are we eventually going to get there? Cause Nintendo right now is saying we have three SKUs. Uh, they're a little, I think it's a little bit up in the air. So I think there's some, they're like, I could see this rumor cutting either which way both parts make sense to me like there's a business part of it that makes sense on both sides. But I would argue that Nintendo is in the dominant position and in regards to their sales numbers, they actually don't need to do this Uh, much like they don't really need to put out the OLED and they'd still probably be okay. Um, But I think they're like. I don't know. Like, I guess we're, I guess everything's raining money for us right now. So let's just do whatever well, we want.
1: I think that when you, when you, you raise the question about when the original, like the OG is done, do they move to just producing the OLED model? And I think so. Uh, and I think that something that could be turned back around on us is, is and I, by us, I mean Nintendo fans, is how we have often, uh, as a community, talked about the the name discrepancy between the Xbox models, you know, like Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, Xbox Series S or whatever, you know, and which one is it? And grandma goes to the store and she can't find the one she wants. Well, now you have Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch OLED. <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel like it, it's going to kind of come to a point of they what Nintendo is going to want to do is they're gonna to want to make that three three twenty nine right or three forty nine whatever whatever the 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 it's fifty dollars more right for OLED they're gonna to want to make that that easy fifty dollars right so how do we get to that sooner well we discount our old stock at fifty dollars so you do one run probably this Christmas let's be honest if they if they go through Christmas and Black Friday uh, this year it, that that OG switch stock is probably done. And then it's just light and OLED, and that's it. And then it makes room for what you know is coming: the Nintendo Switch light OLED.
2: Yeah. So yeah, this I mean, is. Go ahead, Tim.
0: Because this is what I'm been learning uh, with rumors, especially with the Pro rumor that we kept hearing about, and nothing. Well, I shouldn't say nothing came close. Something did come close, which was the OLED model, right? But it didn't happen until much later after what everybody thought was going to happen at E3. What I've been learning more and more, I realize now, I think, is that however this happens, there there's this rumor that goes out, and then we always find out there might be something close to it that happens, but it isn't the actual rumor. So what it could be is like some of the things you guys mentioned but another thing is is maybe there is a price cut but it's more in their bundles like for black friday to where you get the bundle with a game for 299 instead of 250 like it was before i think when it came with a game right i think it was still a little bit more it wasn't always 299 unless i'm mistaken unless the one with mario kart was still 299 for black friday then i guess that's out the window. It was, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, I bought
1: two free. of those for last okay last Christmas for uh nephews and nieces. But, and they were
0: $2.99. But that's still where I think the OG model will still be, is in the bundles. We won't see, I don't think we will see at least this year an OLED bundle, unless it's something that GameStop puts together themselves, but not a Nintendo. Bundle. Yeah, in that
3: in that, and that bundle the bundle will bundle will literally be like, "Oh, by the way, we've just put a game together." <laughs> like there's no savings. <laughs> all we right. just said it's a bundle.
0: Here's uh OLED model with uh the uh Legend of Zelda Cross Trainer game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crossbow training.
1: <laughs> I mean, the original Wii was sold with a packing game that's one of the best games best packing games of all time for 250. But
0: they it had is to do is- they had to do that,
4: yeah. And 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 Meiji had to fight for that. They originally didn't want it to, to be, and in in Japan, it was not a pack in, they had no pack in game.
1: Mm. Well, we just got the uh, we got a rare non short end of the stick.
4: And then and, with that one. And then as a result, it's the best game, selling game of all uh yeah. Nintendo game of all time at 85
0: million copies. Well, but so, overall, the, the point I was trying to make was that there's probably something that's going to happen, just not exactly like that's what we think. Sure, could, sure. The, and the that's a
1: great point. So let's uh let's say here, uh high hopes, low expectations. Uh if you're holding out for a new switch and you don't want to go OLED, you might want to wait a little bit and see if the price drops. If not, this may just be a a European region price drop, uh, for
0: all we know. Uh, so, the, or maybe now, not as much either. Or be two seventy nine ninety nine first. Or could be, it a could, or it could be one specific yeah. merchant choosing to take
4: a loss just to move move inventory.
0: That yeah. that is absolutely true.
1: Absolutely yeah. true. Well, guys, uh, with that, let's uh, discuss, shall we? And uh, as you guys know, when we have a guest on the show, we always ask them to bring along a topic. And so, Ryan, we've asked uh, uh, him for his topic, and we're going to let him introduce that uh, and share it with us. We're going to have a little discussion around it. So, Ryan, the floor is
2: yours. Thank you. Thank you, Marty, and uh, the rest of you. Um, I uh, appreciate this this spot here. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, video game music. Um, and soundtracks. Um, I recently uh, actually can say definitively that I have a favorite soundtrack for a video game. Um, Neo World Ends With You came out recently um, and the soundtrack in it is uh, it doesn't have the right to be as good as it is and yet it is just fire. Um, they dropped it on Spotify so you can listen to it for free and just get hooked by it but it's a really fun time. And I just kind of wanted to talk with the switch OLED coming out and everybody's talking about the screen. They're saying they're like the switch OLED is going to have the better sound as well. Um, And like, kind of just sit in that, that pocket as, as it's been said, um, where like, are there certain video game soundtracks that really jump out at you? Whether it's, you know, the latest, you know, Scott Pilgrim recently uh, had a, release on switch and uh, you can get the soundtrack for anamani gucci's stuff and get that nice chip tune sound and like just the soundtracks have been really great lately and i kind of wanted to see um what you dads would consider um your ideal soundtrack or maybe you have a favorite soundtrack or maybe just a couple of soundtracks here or there a couple of songs here or there that you really like um what would you take as your like all-time greatest soundtrack um i'm kind of curious
0: So I like the Metroid soundtracks, uh, Metroid Prime specifically, uh, because of just the ambiance that those soundtracks gave when you were playing those games and the creepy music as well. It kind of was in a lot of situations. So I like those. But I also like to hear remixes of some songs that you, we could hear. So especially for when I'm working, I, I, I like to listen to like EDM type music um so if i hear a remix uh for example of the metroid soundtrack i'm i'm like i'll listen to it if it's good then i'll download it and save it so there's a album called the metroid arranged 25th anniversary album and it has a lot of remixes on that that i really enjoy um uh, i'll listen to the album all the way through and then there's a couple that i listen to it's like on my favorites list all the time too so so between that and of course the Legend of Zelda, I think a lot of people like the orchestra type stuff. And I had to, I had the CD that I think the 25th anniversary that everybody got or tried to get, and I downloaded that and then imported it into my uh, YouTube Music so I could have that in there on my gaming list as well. So uh, maybe not totally video game music, but you know the orchestra redid it, so it was really cool, and it's it's on my rotation.
2: I uh, recommend checking out Metroid Metal if you haven't. Uh, they do some awesome, awesome metal okay. covers of of uh, Metroid stuff. So cool.
1: Then Frundo in the chat here mentions, uh, and this man, this takes me back. Uh, Killer Cuts, which was a CD that was offered with the Super Nintendo version of Killer Instinct back yes. in the day, which was all of the the music, uh, background music from all the
0: different stages. Uh, Man, I'd forgotten about that. I wish I still had my. That reminds me. I had the Wipeout soundtracks from the PlayStation Wipeout games because of the the techno music that were in those back in the day, too. So those and I think the PlayStation one disc you could put in a CD player and be able to listen to the music that was on that, that Wipeout game, too. So some of my favorites.
1: I think my favorite video game soundtrack of all time. Oh, gosh. This is, this is a tough question. Um, I go back to the, the, the game that made me first, I guess, take notice of video game music more than just like humming it in the background, you know, like the Mario theme or whatever it was, Final Fantasy II for the Super Nintendo. Uh, that just has some absolutely, like I, to this day, can tell you, hell, that's from that part of the game. That's from that part of the game, and yeah, God, it's so good.
4: Yeah, I, I mine's put in the same area. Uh, I don't have, you know, my all time favorite single game soundtrack: Final Fantasy VI. P- Final Fantasy IV is probably, you know, in the top five. You know, Marty's that's the same same as Final Fantasy II for Super Nintendo. Uh, I I'm trying a lot of modern music games. I really don't pay attention to the soundtrack as much as I think it's because when I was a kid, I played an instrument actively. And so music was more in my brain. And now it is, it's just kind of background noise. And, you know, if I'm in the middle of something else, if I want to focus on something else, I just, I'll even mute the music. So it kind of ruins anything from there. But yeah, the, Like the original, like I think I have, like I have the sound. I bought, I imported soundtracks, you know, before they were available digitally here, for Final Fantasies four and six. There was a Zelda soundtrack I imported, which has music from Zelda one and two, and the Famicom disc system versions because that's what they had in Japan, and that was the first time I heard the difference between what we had and what they had with due to the disc system, and I'm like. I wish we had that.
3: (laughs) I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't know if I have any soundtracks that really stand out to me. I can't call one out specifically. Um, I think the other part of it is that traditionally, whenever I used to play video games, I used to have to play with the music down. Right. And And like, like if I was playing video games early in the morning, I'd have the music off. Right. So it was just the, the TV. So I could sneakily be quiet. And then when I was, you know, when I was older and playing video games, when I was a parent, it was 12 o'clock at night. So the sounds were off. Right. So I don't like that. Like, so, so I think some things that always hit me would be anytime I hear like the legend of Zelda music, right. Or, or Mario, right. Like, these things. And you can even hear those remixes. I like sometimes hearing remixes of, of the songs and the orchestras playing them. And so those, those are moments that hit me, but I can't say like specifically like this, you know, like, you know, it was funny when this question came up, I, I was like, I know what Jesse's answer is going to be. Jesse, I know you don't think I pay attention to you, but I actually knew exactly what it was going to be. You're like, it's the orchestra scene, right. It's final fantasy. Like, like you have these moments. I don't really know if I have those moments or those things I connect with, um, and it's not that I don't appreciate it because I believe that music is such a key part of the storytelling process, right? And 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 the 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 acoustic sounds that we hear, and I think nowadays with like our headsets and and we get these like all encompassing moments, um, but I, I I don't have one specifically, so I feel like I like I'm not trying to step around your question, Ryan, but I'm like I'm being very honest. I don't have like one that I can call to.
0: Well, I'll make up for uh, Justin here. Another thing that I'll <laughs> mention is the music I really like is in racing games. A good soundtrack in a racing games really gets me in tune with the game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in fact, even with the um, cruising games that we played in the past leading up to this one that's coming out, those usually had some fun uh, sound- soundtracks in those too. So, but the other one that I like is even when they pull soundtracks or songs from, from real, not real art. I don't mean that. Uh, like radio, I guess radio quality sounds that you're not made for the game, but they just pull it off the radio or someone's album like, uh, like Asphalt. Uh, they pull a lot of those techno type music or idiom songs on there too. But one that I really appreciated was Excite Truck. Because it allowed you to put your own music on an SD card and play it while you were playing the game, cool. which I really loved to do. Uh, took the time to actually put together a playlist on the SD card to listen to while I was racing in a psych truck. So I appreciate those too, those type of games that allow you to do that. Or even like Grand Theft Auto, where you can change the radio station and listen to whatever you want to based on the radio station. So and i like how creative they get with those too. So that, there's a there's a i guess soundtracks can hit you differently like like Justin was saying in regards to you know why he wasn't able to pay attention to those type of things during times where others pay attention to that and hit him differently like Jesse being in the music so he heard that more. So it's definitely a cool topic.
1: Absolutely. And i would be remiss if i didn't mention the Mega Man 2 soundtrack as <laughs> My favorite, I mean, like, Final Fantasy 2 was the first one that came to my mind. That's like, that's the one that made me sit up and take notice of music. But I will be, to this day, driving down the road and humming something for Mega Man 2. Probably the Dr. Wily theme, more than anything. But, uh, God, it's so good. There is not one track in that game that is not an absolute gem. So good.
2: Yeah, I've got I've got logged in 140 hours in the game for Neo World Ends with You and 40 of those is just listening to the music. I should <laughs> stop and start listening to the music cuz I I can't put it down. It's just so good. Yeah. It just gets stuck in my head and I'm listening to it in the car when I drive. It just it's so good.
0: <laughs> uh, it is shout out to Shout out to Smash uh bros because of having all those yes. soundtracks in That's there. That's what I was going to say. I'm surprised yeah. no
1: one mentioned Smash as like the greatest video game soundtrack. Right, them, it's especially
0: a, Ultimate it's it's because of all that stuff they put in there and you can play it with the Switch off or, you know, the screen off. Yeah, absolutely. So that's pretty cool. I,
1: I really wish that there was some kind of feature with that that would let there you, you go, have Marty. that. <sighs> <laughs> Somebody needs to take some of the tracks from Final Fantasy 2 and make like lo-fi out of it. Put a little rain in the background.
0: Never Yield. That was another good one. They had that Uh good lo-fi stuff in there. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Never Yield's got some great music in there. Uh, Great topic, man. We don't talk about music enough. Um, Just so good. So good. Um, Moving on, let's talk about this question uh, that has been sent to the show from Andrew of Nintendo Pals. Uh, He says this, and and I think this is a great, I, I like that you've moved this up to the discussion part. Uh, He says, I've seen a lot of discourse around the new Metroid Dread trailers being too spoilery. What are the dad's thoughts on this? Do you think revealing certain characters slash enemies slash mechanics before launch is too much spoiler-wise? And he goes on and says, for the record, I think this discourse is odd since this kind of thing happens all the time. Like every trailer teases cameos and plot points. That's how you generate hype. I honestly think there's a ton they haven't shown, and they're only building more hype with these spoilery teases. To add to this topic, fans have asked Nintendo to make a better push for games like this. Is this enough? Is it too much? Tim, I'm going to throw it to you because originally, when that trailer came out, you said, I'm not watching it. And then the next thing I knew, you'd watched it, and we're freaking out about it.
0: Oh, no, I never said I wouldn't watch it. I, I don't know. It might have been somebody else because I'm watching them. I oh, I okay. want to know. I want to know what Nintendo is doing about the games. I'm a fan you. of Metroid. I want to know how they're presenting the information. I want to see if there's anything I don't know that's being presented in there. And there has been tidbits from the developers in their blogs that they've been posting. And I've been I've been sucking it so, all up so in you're the trailers.
1: You're, you're super hyped for Dread, though. Is this yep.
0: making you less hype? Is it too much? It's making for me. It's fine. I don't think they gave away anything uh, because everything that they've shown. The only thing that I didn't don't know about is the boss they showed, um, but everything else was is is can be connected to the very beginning of the game. If you if you put them all together, Absolutely. you can see that the pieces come together. It's basically it's showing the beginning of the game. Even the the bird like creature that holds up. Uh, Samus and with the one red eye, you know, whatever Um, that's not giving anything away. That's building up to why you're there or why you're in the predicament you're in. Mm -hmm. So, but again, that one boss that they showed, I don't know about that one, but for me, I think it does two things. It's, it does hype me up to see that they have that boss in that game. And I'm like, yeah, that means there's potential of somebody else being in there too. So and that's what gets me excited as a returning player to the Metroid series. For others who have don't know this, and there's going to be a lot of people who don't know this, and this is why Nintendo is building up the story to catch everybody up. Nobody's going to know who that boss is. They just see it as a giant creature on the screen that Samus right. is facing, right? So, you know.
1: Pers- personally, I think that the buildup to, to Dread has been absolutely fantastic. Like they are going all out for this. Uh, they're supporting it. You did not see this kind of support with Samus Returns. Uh, I don't. Rem- I mean, besides the, like the last Metroid game that I've seen Nintendo get this fired up about was Super Metroid back yeah, in the day. Well, it's they did do
0: Prime. I, I think the first Prime they did. Yeah, of, yeah, I that's did. true. That's true.
3: I've popped a poll into our Twitch chat, by the way, basically saying, has Nintendo shown too much Metroid? And here's kind of my summary of this. We have been asking for, like, as Metroid fans forever, like, tell us more about Metroid. What's going on with Metroid? What's going on with Metroid? And now we're like, stop telling us about Metroid. Stop it. Too much. Too much Metroid. Exactly. So they no. they, they have – I don't think I have ever seen them hustle this hard on a a game that was that far out. Like, since its announcement in June – it has been weekly content. Like, like I actually kind of feel like you need to, like, you're showing too much. The only, like, the like, only other
1: time I've seen them do so. this with a game like this, and they didn't necessarily really do it, was Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm. That, I mean, Pokemon Sword and Shield, they really went all out. You know, like, almost had, like, monthly Pokemon directs and things like that, and news, tweets, well, all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'd say. But that's Pokemon what? Company, really.
4: Yeah, I'd say not just Horton Shield, but even when Gen Seven was new, they talked way too much about you know, a certain what Pokemon will be in there, what their evolutions look like. No, let us find out natively. That's that that's half the fun. <laughs> now yeah, interesting, that would be cool.
3: interestingly enough, like I remember like when we saw some of the Breath of the Wild content, right? The first couple of moments coming out of the out of the Great Plateau and some battles with guardians. And in uh, the kind of high rule, I remember the internet was like, stop showing us you're ruining it. Ah, Right. And Nintendo was like, yeah, that's less than 1% of the game. Yeah. So <laughs> zip it. Right. So maybe, maybe, maybe we're just like, we're just, we're just so, we're so sensitive. I shouldn't say sensitive to it, but we're just very aware of it. Interestingly enough, the poll right now with, it looks like about a minute left has actually like a hundred percent uh four people are saying no no you have not you have not too much you have not shown too much no 100 percent. they have not shown too much so maybe we're just being overly particular to it
2: ryan what do you think um at first i wasn't going to watch the trailer but then i was on twitter so i saw what was what people are talking about so i'm like okay i gotta watch this now and see what nintendo intended for me to see instead of just like a screenshot or something and uh I liked it. It definitely brought a lot more mystery. Like why is there this collar thing, you know, this, this restrainer thing going on and, um, and I have a working theory and I'm really hoping that they do something with that to where it ends up being a digger or not situation where it, it's recurring. That would be really cool. Um, but we don't really know, um, but it's really cool to see that representation. And uh, I think only outside of the, the, the native planet or the planet that people know about, I think it only appeared in one other game um, so, and that was on Wii U, so if, if anyone knows what that is, or even you know, took the time to play that, uh, to get to that point, um, you know but it's really cool that they have that, I'm trying not to be too spoilery on that but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the tough part, right? We don't want to spoil it for anybody <laughs> who doesn't want to be spoiled, but at the same time we're trying to make you know, to make a point here. So mm-hmm. but uh yeah.
4: There is there is one particular boss that was in Other M and Fusion that I hope is not in this game because he is like the worst boss in the franchise and Nightmare. I don't want to see him again. Nightmare, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I gotta say though, with Other M, I'm really happy that they brought Fantoon back. That's my one of my favorite Metroid bosses. And so like they gave gave that option. So
1: awful. <laughs> awful. I'm just I've been, uh, been playing through some of Super Metroid and kind of hate.
3: I am I really hope super that this the dread is going to be as good as we all want it to
1: be. Yeah. Yeah. It,
3: it, yeah I mean it's both. gotta be.
0: Yeah.
3: Like we are a month, we're a month away from this thing. Right? Uh four weeks as of tomorrow.
0: Um, yes. Listen wow. to that.
3: Listen to I'm, that. Oh, yeah. it's like so Four weeks away. And, and and like like it is it is it, like I'm I'm excited.
0: Christmas is
3: also like also <laughs> very like apprehensive. I want it to be great. I want it to be what we want it to be.
0: I'm um, excited because of not only are we getting this, but we're getting a screen that will present it even better than the yes. original.
4: Yeah.
3: You play in handheld, that's 100 percent correct. Yes. Also, Unless you already on.
0: have a TV level.
3: OLED, why didn't they just call this the Metroid uh Switch Edition and bundle it together? Right? Like, like, also, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. we year is Sean Capri, year of Wario, get out of here because get out of here, go on your drunk. Why did they
1: not bundle it together? Because they want all of those sales they, numbers. they never bundle stuff
3: like that together. You can. Oh, no, you didn't have to bundle it together. You could have just literally been like, here's the Metroid the po- Metroid edition, right? The yeah.
0: Pokemon Lite one doesn't even yeah. come with the game, right? Yeah. It, it's, you buy the Pokemon right. and then you got to go buy the game.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop this right now. Sean Capri, I see you in our chat. I see your sassiness. I swear to God, don't make me come up there. I will come up there in two weeks and I will yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> don't bring that sassy <laughs> energy about Wario in my house.
1: What? Why two weeks because is- I'm
3: actually going to go see Sean Capri in two weeks, hanging out with him again. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a, very, it's a very specific date. That's why. They, yes, I, they have a I date I really do in two wish weeks.
1: that it was the year of Wario. That would be awesome.
3: I hate that character. I really <laughs> feel like he is the, like... I hate Donkey Kong. So,
4: so here, so here's, an, here's another applications character. Applications
3: to be our next host to NintendoDads <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, unfortunately, one uh, of our staff members have bit left the show recently. This is their final episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Marty. Grab uh, your pink slip on the way out. You no longer. Uh, we're changing the locks.
0: Sean's already putting his application in.
3: <laughs> the uh, the
1: uh, Higgs Higgs in the chat just wants everybody to know Metroid is a girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on! Spoilers. Spoil sure this Stroll. for me.
2: <laughs>
1: oh wow! Uh, <laughs> and, and apparently
4: can't crawl. Yeah, they can't,
1: can't crawl. It's a girl that can't crawl. Uh, well, let us know uh, over on Twitter in the poll and and in the chat. Are they spoiling Metroid? Uh, while we're doing that, while we're waiting on you to tell us, uh, let's talk about some events. <laughs> So three big events we want to talk about uh, right here uh, just for a second before we get to Jesse's Poke Minute, and that is Monthly Mayhem is back, folks. That is correct. Monthly Mayhem is back. It's not golf. Uh, so there may be a chance for anybody other than Hambone Johnny. Uh, WarioWare, Get It Together is the game for this month's monthly mayhem, starting tonight when the game drops through October second.
3: Sorry, we're for our monthly mayhem, we're forcing people to go and buy Wario games.
1: No, we're not forcing them. They're gladly buying it, and we're going to win prizes. Who would gladly buy this garbage? Uh, lots of people. But just sit over there and play your monkey games. Uh, Fifteen dollars to the longest two-player streak. $10 to the longest first player streak. It is open to all patrons and Twitch subscribers. You can head over to the monthly mayhem sub channel and find out all about it. Uh, final scores are due by October
0: 2nd. I was hoping it was going to be monkey ball, but
1: you know, that's oh. next month. Uh, that's next, next month. month. There we'll you think. go. Yeah. Hopefully it's next month.
2: Uh, <laughs> Ryan, also, are you
1: up, Ryan, are you picking up Where
2: I am... Going back and forth on that, I think I am. I've got it pre-ordered, so I'm ready to pull the trigger. I'm ready to jump on that. Listen, um, folks. I love please, Wario.
1: please, for the love of God, go buy WarioWare. We need to support games mm-hmm. like this that aren't Animal Crossing, uh, Fire Emblem, Mario, and Zelda.
2: Does it have Come online on. play? Ooh. With friends. Ooh, come on uh, that's a great question i'll have to check that
3: uh but also ladies and gentlemen just as an fyi despite me saying uh how much i hate wario uh, which is a true fact uh mm-hmm. do look for our coverage of wario we're coming very soon uh to the <laughs> nintendo Death <Net's> channel legitimately <laughs> uh i believe marty will probably be the one reviewing the game and providing his input so do look for probably some let's plays first impressions that kind of stuff coming up soon I so if you're Mario on the fence you and you're like should i pay 60 dollars for a piece of trash marty's gonna tell you very soon whether you should or shouldn't
4: the game does the support demo. online play. What that means, I don't know, but the online play tag is on the page. Perfect. Then I'm getting it. <laughs> I can't John, Sean, we're, we're revoking your
3: ability to be a host in the show now, not with decisions uh, like uh, really, WarioWare's Game of the Year. You're Justin, fired already.
1: Justin, by the way, it's not even $60. It's $49.99. It's $60 so, in
3: the Great White North.
1: Well, um, <laughs>
3: because our dollar sucks. Because you
1: guys use Monopoly money. Uh, but anyway, uh, also coming up September 17th, the dinner table is coming back. Come hang out with the community, talk about your topics for the side dishes and about the upcoming holidays, which is the main dish. And if there's room, uh the folks there will have a cocktail or two and just hang out and have a great time. Uh, Tim does a great job with the dinner table. Y'all go over and support him. Uh, available for any and all patrons to join the show on September 17th. Also, other big announcement. Here We have begun Extra Life 2021, and you can go over right now to NintendoDads.org and click the link, and you can go and be a part of the Nintendo Dads team. What does that mean? That means that whatever total you set for you adds to our team goal, and you can fundraise in the name of Nintendo Dads for your Children's Miracle Network hospital organization. We're going to be providing you guys with some details about what we're going to be doing very soon Uh, basically as soon as we decide what it is. But it will probably involve stupid challenges, prizes, and a weekend of gaming uh, that we'll see uh, Jody Masson whipping my tail at Dr. Mario uh, one more time.
3: That's typically how it works. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a bit of a laugh. We are absolutely so proud and excited to be back doing Extra Life uh, 2021. Uh, We have been so fortunate that our community has supported us and been behind this campaign for us. Uh, and, and just for those of you who are new to our family, uh, in the years that we have been able to do this collectively, and I'm this blows my mind every time I say this, we have been able to raise over fifteen thousand dollars for Children's Miracle Networks across uh, North America, and uh, and that's just incredible stuff. And that's because of the support of our community. Uh, we, you know, we get we get the honor of playing games, playing games with our community, have a bit of fun, have a bit of crack. Um, and we're so excited to be doing it again this year. Um, and so if you want to be part of that, again, head over to extra life.com. I believe it is right. Tim, can we drop the, maybe the chat in the, or the link in the chat, maybe for people to get there. We'll also put it out on our Twitter. I think it's probably on our website, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, we'll
0: go to Nintendo yeah, It's in right at the top corner. You
3: can just join our team, right? And you yep, can start yep. your fundraising literally now you can start your fundraising. Now, can
1: we go ahead and set this, uh, this goal? is there a possibility for shirtless justin at some monetary <laughs> level
0: or asking, or to keep they're asking for it in on. The, look, they're Keeping asking for on. it in
1: the chat so they're begging for it
3: as they do as they do <laughs> uh we'll have to figure that one out i went to uh, this last year don't you guys remember the
1: photo i posted yeah, yeah. Also, uh, th- someone's also asked, are Flaming Doritos involved? If it's hot, it's absolutely involved. Uh, we're going to be doing some food challenges. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's going to be good. We're going to have a great time. We always do with Extra Life. And I promise this year, if Justin and I play um, Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance, I won't fall asleep in the middle of the Dormammu Son fight. of a B. That uh,
3: was the worst. <laughs>
1: It's so bad. I would I would be pressing buttons and wake up five minutes later. And Justin's like, "I'm like, are we still fighting, or mama?" Yep.
4: <laughs> Marty, we have come to bargain. Worst.
1: Oh, we we weren't. Uh, somebody's throwing here ghost pepper walnuts. That's a thing. Ooh, yeah, Jesse's got That's some. Uh, Jesse's got some almonds or ghost pepper almonds. I may have. We'll do something. We'll do yeah, something.
4: These, these, yeah, these, these are carolina reaper almonds i do have ghost i did have ghost pepper but i finished that 10 now okay
3: i will also well, say this regarding extra life sorry if, if, if you're not supporting us that's okay support one of your content creators sure uh, because i know there are some amazing content creators and omega dads are out there again you know sean capri i see you in the chat i know you're going to be doing something as well it's just a fantastic time uh, to do a little bit of fundraising because the world has been enough as it is the last little bit. Uh, Jesse, that timestamp is now, so you know where the switch sound is. Um, so you're, let's just, if we can help raise money to help out kids, let's do that.
1: Yeah. And look, if you don't want to, if you don't want to do it through us, just march yourself down to your nearest children's miracle network hospital and give them some money.
3: Yeah. It looks like Capri's heading to New easy. York city actually for it. So yeah, um, we'll have to see if we can send someone to Rome, New York. Capri.
4: I didn't even hear it this time, so thanks for letting me know. Uh, you not the time. You'll go back and find it. Here, instead of sending somebody
1: to Rome, New York, why don't we just send ourselves to the same location? Because one do it is all much together. cheaper than four. <laughs> That's how math works economically. I'm just saying the location could be like Tim's house.
3: We'll talk about it later. All right, continue with the yeah,
1: show. He, he, hey, he didn't say no, so uh, it's now time. Uh, for Justin's favorite segment of the show, Jesse's Pokemon Minute.
2: Pika, Pika, Pikachu!
3: Do I have to sing my song for this now? It's Jesse's Pokémon Minute, where he talks about Pikachu and Charizard and other stuff I don't really care about. It's a great two-minute nap. Also, there's a puffet. Catch them with your balls. <laughs> I don't it's know actually, what animal this is or what Pokemon this is. Steve, that's the, okay. the song. <laughs>
4: wow. That's it. <laughs> okay. So, po- today, Pokemon Go, or Niantic announced Pokemon Go's October Community Day will feature Duskull. Uh, if you were in Evolve, a Duskclops by 7 p.m. you to get a Dusk Noir that knows a charged attack sh- Shadow Ball. You'll be able to earn up to four Sinnoh stones by completing f- free timed research during Duskull Community Day to help you evolve your Duskclops. There'll be 30 Ultra Balls available in the shop at no cost. Be sure to pick them up during the event. For $1, you'll be able to access the Duskull Community Day exclusive special research story. Nothing dull about Duskull. <laughs> There'll be three times the normal amount of stardust for catching Pokemon during the event. This will be October 9th from 11 AM to 5 PM local time. That's it. Right. That was like a minute.
1: That was almost a minute. So we've talked about the
3: fact you don't get to carry over that additional minute, right? We have established that, right? Like I do not want at the end of this year, you're like, good. I have 60 minutes built up. We're going to have a whole episode of Pokemon. No.
1: (laughs) Jesse's Pokey hour. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Guys, let's move on. Let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Ryan, we come back to you uh, because you're our guest and we want to know what you've been playing first. So let's have it.
2: Sure, sure. Um, I might be a bit of a broken record now, but uh, Neo, the world ends with you. I I am just about through it. I'm taking my time. Uh, going through trying to like evolve all the pins and trying to get as close to 100% as I can, uh, you know, before the post game stuff. Um, But yeah, it's got amazing story. Like I think in some ways it's better than the first game and definitely like gameplay wise, it's definitely like leagues above that. So definitely my game of the year so far. I'm actually questioning whether Metroid's going to unseat that. Um, So it's, it's that, that, that good of an experience. So I've been enjoying every bit of it Um, aside from that. Uh, just some Nintendo stuff. I've been playing some Yu Gi Oh on my phone. But that's about it. Um, I have downloaded. Um, and am currently considering jumping on over into um, the space. Um, it's a VR game. Uh, it's called like Laid Back Camp or Laid Back Virtual, something like that. Um, it's just something that's like just chill, like sit on the beach uh, with like anime girls, just like hanging out and just, like cooking food and camping and stuff like that you know just just really chill and and listen to the waves and and everything so yeah um and then i got to play a little bit bit of luigi's mansions 3 with a coworker. um so we've been playing online i didn't realize i had to play a little bit to unlock that multiplayer so that was a bit of a a a thing that i had to do like kind of you know unlock that and get that to where i could play with my coworker. but it worked out uh interesting choice by nintendo but uh yeah, so I I'm actually finally getting to experience that game. I've had it for so long, I just never touched it.
0: Brian, you ever play uh World's End Club?
2: Uh no, I have not.
0: Okay. That's every time you say the Neo, the world ends with you. I know I know it's the sequel to the that same series, but I keep thinking of that game, the World's End Club, that that Jesse and I played. So but uh that's why I was asking if you played that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nope it was weird because they came out around the same time or at least they were announced around the same window so it was kind of like a bunch of different world stuff yeah and like there was like our world is ended game before that on switch and and stuff like that so it's like there's a bunch of stuff like that
0: world's always ending
2: a <laughs> <laughs> so, c-
4: question about the uh, neo uh what huh? is, is the I, I tried playing the original ds game and i didn't like the dual screen c- type of, combat juggling
2: things back and forth
4: Mm -hmm. are are things streamlined here? There's only one screen or is there still a lot of things to do at once
2: yep it's one screen um each character is mapped to a button and then you can equip different pins and they have different button commands that that would control that character and it's it's a pretty simplistic kind of more like a hack and slash type gameplay um but a lot more variety with the pins that you have with the different moves that you can do whether you're dropping giant meteors or you're uh, shooting blasts or you're doing physical like slashing. Um, and, and it's all just button presses and things. And there's like a time meter, like you, you hit it and then there's like a meter that goes on and you have to use the next character to hit them in that window to get a bigger boost, to pull off your special attacks and things like that. And it's um yeah, it's, it's actually for what it is and how simple it is. It's really, really fun. And the music backs that just keep you wanting to play the battles over and over again. Like it's just, it's a blast.
4: I've been thinking about this. I might look at it if it goes on sale. Because I, having not played the original game, I did get did get the story when they had the anime earlier this mm-hmm. year. So I got at least I got I got the story in of the original game.
2: The only thing I would say to read up on is the uh, final remix had a little bit of after story that the anime didn't cover. Um, you just like read a little like wiki thing on that before going into Neo that's that should work so okay thank you mm-hmm. cool. nice
1: uh well going around the horn here Jesse you are next what have you been playing
4: okay so the only thing I've played so far this this week is Metroid other M I started playing it like this weekend I got my Wii hooked up well you know and uh the, Trying, trying, to think, think about what I what I should and shouldn't say. But anyway, so I, I got my weave out, uh, and this was you know, since I played Zero Mission and Fusion earlier this year, yeah, you know, and Metroid and, and and Samus Returns. I figured I'd get I'd, I'd give this one another go since it, it, I remember it not being a long game. Like I think like the first time. Through it was like eight hours, eight or eight to ten hours, and so I am right near the end. You know, this is like this is my third playthrough. The first playthrough I did beat everything. I all get to the get to the final ending. The second time through, I didn't collect as many items. Like my my percentage complete is like thirty three percent, and I remember not being able to beat the end, the final boss. So, this time through, I did spend some time to collect as much as I could find, and uh, so I, I definitely I, I do have more missiles and more energy tanks as I did during my second run. So uh, I should be able to to beat it. I just have to, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm in the end stretch now. I will likely have it finished by tomorrow. And then I've got a backlog of other games that I I bought last month and haven't had a chance to start yet. That'll be that'll be start getting into.
0: And if you listen to the pre-show, you would have heard my discovery that there's in after credits stuff in Other M that I didn't play when I first played Other M. Same here. <laughs> so it's like I may have to play that game again. <laughs> yep.
1: Definitely gonna have to play that. In fact, Metroid Mondays with Marty is moving and it's going to be Metroid Mondays on a Friday. Uh, so we'll be moving to Friday streams uh, to finish up Super Metroid and uh, go on to Other M and Metroid Fusion. So I'll definitely be able to uh, play that after credit content there as well. Tim, what have you been playing?
0: Uh, the I booted up Quake and got the account connection issue fixed that I was having trouble with last time because uh, Sam and I were trying to play together and I told him I wasn't going to play until my account was connected. <laughs> so, uh, I got that fixed And uh, their customer service was very helpful in getting that taken care of. Uh, so I'm looking forward to playing some two player, um, with Sam on that. Uh, and then I've been playing the outer worlds, uh, finished the peril on Gorgon because I had to get that done so that I could play, start playing the murder on Eridonis. Um, which is we got a video up in our youtube for that i did um the first probably 20 30 minutes of that uh, a let's play of that uh because one of the things that i've learned especially i learned it with the peril gorgon is that you have to be you have to have the um a uh, certain level done in uh, outer worlds in order to get to Parallel and Gorgon first, which is the uh, Radio Marathon, I think it was called. Um, I forget the exact name of it. I don't have my notes in front of me. Um, oh, the uh, Radio Free Monarch is what it's called, I think. Um, you have to get that campaign. It's re- really the first part of the, the game anyways. You got to get through that. It's kind of like training you and how to get through the game and all that fun stuff. You got to get through that and complete that mission or that part of the campaign before you can go on to the dlc stuff which i had to do for parallel and gorgon when i did the review for that one and then i completed that recently which got me up to level 30 which actually is the recommended level you need to be at before you do murder on eridonis so in the, the outer world is something i've been wanting to go back to anyways so i'm having a lot of fun with that i love this game portably uh, and i appreciate that I can do it portably, and they've done a lot of great work on this game to make it look good on the Switch. If you're somebody who likes playing your first-person shooters uh, pretty, you want them pretty, then don't play it here on the Switch. But if you're okay with it the way it is to be able to play it on the go, you're great here. And I even had it on my TV because uh, Sam wanted to see what it looked like, and my mom wanted to see what it looked like, too. She was interested in what the story was about. And it looked great to me on the TV. Now, granted, I have nothing to compare it to because I haven't tried it on any other system. So I'm, I imagine it looks a whole lot better on those systems. But I have no problem with it. Justin, you had a question?
3: Yeah, actually, interestingly enough, um, just for those of you that maybe are are interested, the Outer Worlds right now on the eShop is on sale. Now this is Canadian eShop for twenty six thirty nine. It's about seventy five percent off. They also actually have uh, the DLC bundled, which is on sale. So you get both DLC packages for twenty seven nineteen. Nice. Uh, so there is a there is a huge um, kind of sale on the expand yeah the expansion pass. They have all they have a, a a whole bundling of approval as well. So if you're if you're kind of on the fence um, for that, check out those check out those uh, deals.
0: Yeah, these these are great uh, story narrative driven games. Uh, there is a lot of um, narrative stuff in it, a lot of story. So there is a lot of uh, things that you have to pick in it as well. Choices, character choices and your discussions. So there's a lot of talking. It's not just like Doom where it's a lot of, you know, just action going on. So if you're looking for a run and gun type game, this is not it. There's a lot. It's a it's an RPG So you're going to be reading a lot or listening to a lot there. It's great voiceover work in the game. Very fun writing Um, cracks me up from time to time. So
3: I'm going to be interested to see if they actually bring the outer worlds too. the switch as well because that has been announced Mm -hmm. um but i'll be interested uh this is a game i mean i picked it up last year i played it i played a couple hours of it got distracted by something else shiny and i know there were some pat there were some definite problems with it back then too
0: yeah there was from when we originally played it definitely yeah we
3: kind of like if i recall Tim. like we kind of had to be like well we'll put this in the shelf for six yes
0: we, right? we, and then we did we came
3: back and they did a bunch of patches you're like okay yeah. this is much better
0: yeah it doesn't wow. look so much like a ps2 game it's you know it's still not going to be on par with a ps4 or obviously ps5 or xbox series systems but uh again if if you're going for graphics go play them there they're great games play them wherever you want to play them but if you're if you want to play them on the go because they are long games they they work just fine on the switch so Obviously, you're going to give up the graphics for being able to play it on the go. The
4: EShop
0: so, uh, sale is down to
4: 1979. 1979 for the base game. Yeah. yeah. Like I I'd have to actually look on the in the consoles EShop to see what the bundle is. Sure.
0: Yep. Fantastic games. I'm I'm looking forward to getting through the uh, Murder on Aradonus uh, part, uh, which I believe, if I remember correctly, I said it was going to be nine hours. Uh, average, uh, to complete. So, um, looking forward to getting into that again. And I may stream some parts of it too. So if anybody's interested, let me know. I'll try to stream some of those parts. Um, and I'm also playing another game I can't talk about. So, but But it comes out next week. Yes, it comes out next week, but I can't talk about it. Can't talk
3: about it, but you should definitely keep your eye on our YouTube channel for when that content comes out. We're able to release it right away when the embargo lifts. So, games that come out next week, we will have more information about.
1: Yep. That's right. Just can't talk about it now. Uh,
3: Justin, what have you been playing? uh yeah i've been playing two games i'll bring to attention first one is baldo uh and the guardian of owls and uh and this came out last week of memory serves uh this is a zelda very very heavily inspired zelda game uh and and uh, there's an art style it's known as or uh, i don't know what that's called um but uh i want to say it's ghibli but that's studio right ghibli Studio Ghibli, thank you very much. I was like, this doesn't – that's not right. Um, I'm going to say this about it. It's, I mean, definitely heavily inspired by Zelda for sure. There's no if ands, or buts. Like I actually even think in their description, they're like, it's Zelda-like. Um, the art style is kind of cool. Um, there are some glitches to this game. There are some glitches and there are some absolute challenges with this game. Uh, and it doesn't do a really great job of kind of actually handholding you in the beginning to kind of tell you about the systems, the tutorials, what you need to do. It has it has objectives that are clear and very much heavily inspired map from Breath of the Wild. Um, but I found like my simple tasks I was trying to complete were actually very difficult to understand where I needed to go. And I got lost very easily. And you kind of like died very easily. Like the hitboxes seemed odd. Um, and so... And the, the the development team behind it has stated they're like, yeah, we have a, we have to put out some patches. All two guys. Yeah, all two guys. Right. Uh, this was a game that was very interesting. Um, from my understanding, and and this is this kind of began to put some, you know, Spidey senses up. From my understanding, no outlet, no outlet got early access to it. They got it the day it came out or they had to go purchase it themselves to review it. Now, that's not uncommon, right? Not uncommon. That's what we did as well, right? Um, but it's very much like if, if the developer or publisher isn't providing codes to some of the big outlets and IGN or some of these systems to get that publicity, that's a very bad sign. And I think that was a little bit of what we saw here as well. This may be a game that you can come back to in six, nine months from now, find it on sale and they put some patches in it. And it could be really good but right now i don't i mean it's a lovely art style i think that the i'll say this and people will get this the bones are good right the bones are good but they got a lot of other things they need to do to really make it feel fleshed out so that's baldo and uh the guardian uh the guardian's owl the other one i'm playing is hindsight 2020 the wrath of rakasha i think is how you say that now this game is really really interesting I will say this crazy. This game is, I think the second biggest game on my Nintendo switch comes in at 17.8 gigs for an indie game. I was fully unaware of that when I, when I preloaded this game Um, it's actually from some of the veterans behind sucker punch and Bioware and it's a game about morality in enough, It's it's they described it as an action RPG, third person 3D action RPG where players can fix mistakes from the past through playthroughs. And the decisions that you make, <laughs> excuse me, the decisions you make, you make you make have consequences. And interestingly enough, they kind of have like five pillars to the game. And it's founded on these five pillars. Their eShop write-up is actually really cool because they're like, this is. This is principally wh- how we design the game, what you could look forward to and what you should do it choice in combat. You can choose to uh, basically subdue someone or kill them. And those choices have very specific consequences. Um, It's a malleable action. So the uh, malleable world. So the things that you do in the world actually show up. It has impacts to the inhabitants, the town. So if you decide to kill that guy and the the town's belief is that we are not a killing society, there are consequences to that that have great impacts to the game. So you have these morality choices, which are kind of cool. Um, there is a, they talk about an interesting AI and bosses. There's some good dialogue trees that are impacted by your decisions as well. When you come to a dialogue tree, there are three different boxes you could choose from for how you want to proceed the, uh, combat and the choices that you make. And interestingly enough, there are 10 different endings for this game. 10 different endings based on those moralities and those decisions that you make. Um, it is kind of hack and slash. It's quick movement. Um, I found it even when I was playing a bit, there are some little, glitch, little glitches <laughs> and bugs. Tim, I'm going to recommend that you check out my let's play for sure. It's okay. on our YouTube channel right now. And if anything, in the first five minutes, I sing shares uh, turn back time and that unto itself is well worth. I'm the going watching right. After uh, so you should definitely do that. There is some clunkiness, to the controllers at times it feels like um, feels like it's, it needs a little bit of polish, but I will say where baldo was like the bones are there this is more than the bones are there there's some good quality maybe a little bit more time with it also interestingly enough and this caught me caught my attention the hero only has one arm and i I didn't even notice that i'm looking at the art now and yeah it only has one arm and it was i'm very sure it was a design choice so there's some very interesting things going on there as well um also this this Team is really quite uh, involved on social media as well. Like, they responded back to our tweets. They're very engaged. I think you should definitely check this one out. I think it's on sale on the eShop right now for 20 bucks. But make sure you have a lot of space in your, on your card. Uh, That's what uh,
4: I'm going to say right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it as $14.99 on, e- on 14 the US 99. eShop. Not a sale. That's the price. Yeah so that is so it, so, it, it you I know agree
0: supporting on too with his one gig per ending that's what i was going to say too yeah. it's like that's why it's so big is so, all those so, endings
4: <laughs> so this game is more gigs than dollars
3: yeah <laughs> yes yeah more gigs than dollars so those are the two games i'm playing uh like i said recommend one over the other uh but again both those games both baldo and hindsight i have got let's plays up there you can check it out uh if you're kind of on the on the fence about it
1: awesome uh so i have been playing just uh, one game, really. Uh, one I've already been playing, talked about uh, many, many shows ago, and that is Metopia. I've returned to this on Nintendo Switch because I didn't finish it back when we first got it, um, not even halfway through it. And so I'm just enjoying playing that and kind of like – it's one of those games that you can kind of play and kind of turn your brain off at the same time. Uh, and so that's been good. Uh, the other game I've been playing is Sonic Colors Ultimate. Uh, which is not as big a mess as you've heard it is, but it's still kind of a mess. Does that make sense? Did somebody
3: not love you as a child? Is that why you do that to yourself?
1: I, I legitimately thought this game was good. Uh, or was going to be good, but uh, it just has some issues. Um, one of the biggest issues is that they ported it over uh, and, and remastered everything except all the cutscenes. So all the cutscenes still look like they're on the Wii, <laughs> which makes <Right>. no sense.
4: <laughs> well, uh, all I, of the I, uh, I remember the same problem like back on PS3. I played the God of War One Remaster. Yeah, they did it the, there too. And the cutscenes were still PS2 four by three, and then yep. So the gameplay looked better than the cutscenes. The other the other thing that uh, I, I have to say
1: is this: is I really do like that. Uh as for a Sonic game it moves easily in and out of 3D space to 2D space uh and, and it even does it in the middle of levels and it does it well. Uh the only problem I'm having with it is Sonic feels really floaty. Like when you jump it's it's really hard to 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 control his jumps and that's just kind of weird. But I mean all in all it's kind of it it does give you that sense of speed that a Sonic game should have. I just don't I don't know, I I don't understand why they can't do Sonic the Hedgehog good. Like just just make the just make a good, just hire the guy who made Sonic Mania and let him make those games until he dies. That's all you have to do. That's really it. Just we make Sonic the Hedgehog two over and over and over again. Uh, I do think this is like I think kids would enjoy it. Um, There is some some like customization that's – it's kind of there, but not really. Like it's basically just you can change the color of Sonic's shoes and gloves and his contrail. Uh, They do have some, like, some stuff from the movie added in, like the movie contrail and the movie aura are in there. Um, But just for the most part, it's okay. Like it's not great, but it also won't break the bank if you buy it. It's $39.99, or if you want the digital – uh, deluxe version. It's forty four ninety nine. So yeah, it's there. It's out. Sonic uh, Colors Ultimate. You might have fun with it. With <laughs> uh, that being for
4: you, uh, would, <laughs> you might. Have that's fun
1: never. With I'm never going to get quoted on a box yeah. though. One time, I will say this: Nintendo did quote me in a tweet one time on an actual graphic about Yo Kai Watch. Really. That's yes, right. they sure did. and That was totally out of the blue. Uh, was, and it was like, if there were some people quoted, I'm sure everybody was like, who's that guy?
3: Uh, true, true story behind behind the scenes for a quick moment. We have been reached out by companies and saying, hey, I would love to use your quote uh, for the video for this game. And I remember playing back as like, cool. So that's not us. That's someone else. And they were like, <laughs> Oh, really? You're like, I was like, yeah, you got the wrong email address. They're like, oh, well, I was like, we also like the game. And they said, have a good day.
1: <laughs> we also like the game. They're like, okay, great. Well, see ya. Uh Speaking of see ya, let's uh, scoot on over to the community spotlight. Shall we do it? All right, rounding out the show here, uh, Ryan Black is our guest from, as we've already mentioned before, Nintendo Nostalgia and lots of other places uh, around the internet. Ryan, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself, about the podcast, about where people could find you?
2: Sure. Um, I uh, started the internet ventures, uh, as far as media creation on uh, over at Nintendo Nostalgia. Um, we're over on Twitter, um, at uh, it's Nintendo underscore NOS. Uh, check us out. And then we've also got a Facebook chat. Um, if You can find us on there. Uh, we've got a pretty good community going there. It's pretty cool. Um, other than that, um, we've been going for uh, what is now five years uh, In wow. on the 31st of October. Uh, Congratulations. So, That's awesome. So, yeah, we're uh, just wrapping up our fifth season. And uh, we're, we're slowing down right now. Um, so we're hoping to uh, kind of do a reboot. Um, we're kind of looking at our options right now. Uh, things are getting pretty busy in our lives. So we had to kind of cut it down to like two episodes a month um but we're kind of like we're about ready to hit that 250 episode um and so we're like really really kind of gauging how we want to do this and how we want to go forward um you know jacob and i started it and uh, jacob's doing college stuff right now and and uh has recently uh got engaged and and dealing with all that and i'm dealing with a lot of medical stuff here at home so Uh, It's been slow going, um, but we do plan on continuing things. Um, We're just kind of, you know, just trying to see where we can go with that. But we're having um, a lot of fun just coming up with ideas for the show. And uh, we've got a lot of content. Like, we're not short on any ideas. So definitely uh, give us our show a listen. Um, I think our most popular episodes are our music episodes uh, where we bring just our top music uh, picks from different games. Uh, So, uh, you know, we touched a little bit on music on this episode. And uh, so definitely check out our music episodes there. Um, and then you can find me. I've got some streaming that I do. Um, anywhere you, you look for me, I'm Metroid Hunter One Hundred and One, and on Twitter, I'm just Metroid Hunter. So,
1: how in the world did you score just Metroid <laughs> Hunter on Twitter?
2: <laughs> I, I was playing Metroid Prime Hunters, and I was like, you know what? I like this, so let me try Metroid. Uh, I tried Metroid Hunter One Hundred and One. It didn't work. I'm like, well, let me just try Metroid Hunter, and it worked. I'm like, I'm, okay, I'll take it.
1: <laughs> wow. Right place, right time. Well, guys, jump over and uh, especially uh, connect with Ryan there uh, and his handles. Be sure to uh, check out uh, the Nintendo Nostalgia Podcast. Super cool group of guys over there. Uh, Wow, and crazy that you guys are approaching five years. That's awesome. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, I love it. Love the show. Definitely recommend it. You guys go and check them out. So let's dive into some questions from our community here from Patreon, Sebastian Adelano Zaniga asks, "Guys, what would your dream Lego Nintendo set be?" I'm gonna start, so nobody steals mine. Hyrule Castle with Link, Zelda, and Ganondorf.
4: Which one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do
1: you okay? Okay, were well, you going to be like that? Wind Waker,
4: Wind Waker Lego set. Okay, that's a, that's probably the best answer.
2: <laughs> nice. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, probably uh, a playset of Turian, uh, whether it's Super Metroid or even the original Metroid. But having, I'd love to build Mother Brain and uh, have that whole scene with the the tubes and everything, and and possibly the big Metroid. But yeah, I'd I'd love that. I want a Lego Metroid really badly.
4: Nice.
0: <laughs>
2: I was also I, thinking
4: uh, I was also thinking like Zelda, you know, sort of think of what scenes uh, you know kind of are more obscure you know the, the, uh I was thinking of a few things I thought of was like Termina like like lawn, lawn Ranch <laughs> and uh yeah, I think those are the only two I like, came up with. I was trying to think, come up with a third, and it didn't happen. Build the only, moon. Yeah, like, yeah, that's good. You know, like, like, yeah, just instead of the big old Death Star, big big, big old moon with a f- ugly face.
0: <laughs> so, okay. like, I mentioned earlier how the cartridge thing, I think, would be cool to do that. Uh, like, they did the Harry Potter books, but with cartridges, and then you open up the scene. Uh, but then I th- thought, uh, you know, those the helmet series they've been doing, I think it would be cool if they did uh, Sam's helmet in that series.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, for me, I think the, the gunship I talked about earlier, but the one that actually pops up to my mind, Jesse, might like this. The original Donkey Kong level. The very first one, like the actual like grates that go up in the very top, mm. there's a Donkey Kong. you seventy five got Mario, years. And then, Yeah. And then you've got like the princess, you've got like the barrels and the flame barrels and everything. I think from a, an aesthetic perspective built in Lego, that could look very cool.
0: Cool. I,
1: uh, Justin, here's the crazy thing. I honestly feel like that has a very good chance of like actually being made. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Copyright this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's a fantastic question. Lego, man. that's a
3: free one. You owe me, though. You
1: yeah. owe me. Uh, love it. Thank you, Sebastian. Uh, Jason asks us this Ryan, when can we expect to hear you and Jacob back on Nintendo Nostalgia? I could be wrong, but I feel like it's been a hot minute since I heard you two talk about old gaming memories.
2: Okay. Uh, definitely episode 250. You'll be having uh, both of us on there, uh, if not everybody on there. Um, and we may just go on a nostalgic trip over our five years um, that we've mm. done the podcast and, and just kind of talk about kind of behind the scenes and stuff. So look forward to it. Awesome. Uh, well, we uh, talk that- about some of your favorite guests. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <probably laughs> I mean, yeah. Probably Th- that like time us. we caught every single Nintendo dad on our show. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, over time yeah, mean, before, uh, yeah, I mean, that- before others were doing it. Right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Nintendo right.
3: pals these guys were the og catching all the nintendo dads (laughs) that's right you guys just kind of like co-op that space they're
1: the they're the red and blue of catching all the nintendo dads (laughs) you guys are like the 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 golden and silver come on Andros
3: and mitch (laughs) (laughs) Ah, salty
1: about that uh christopher logo also asked a question for you ryan he says i'm a listener of nintendo nostalgia what's your favorite nes game
2: um, I had to drop a whole list for this one, but I think my favorite still is uh, the tried and true, uh, you know, Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, I think it's just it's something that I could just play through all the time. Like Warp Whistles are great. You know, I, I love like taking down the sun and, and World 2, um, you know, just little, little things, uh, Hammer Brothers and, and Secrets and everything. It's just it's a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Bruce Patterson says, again, cannot leave a message working overtime again. Uh, and we want to give a big shout out to listener Simon Hawkins, who says today is my 50th birthday. Happy love birthday, your, Simon. Yeah. 50. Love your show. Ooh. Would it be possible just to get a shout out to me over here in the UK? So, hey, Simon Hawkins, Absolutely. 50th birthday. Thanks so much for being
3: a listener of the show. I uh, we, we hope, Simon, you have an awesome day. You have an amazing day because you are awesome and amazing. Uh, and yeah, just be just be you. That is, that, yeah, just and keeps
0: us informed how that five zero is going too. You know, for us who haven't reached it yet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you old
3: farts, <laughs> you're getting there, problems yeah.
4: and all that. Some of us will reach it before the others. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You guys are getting real old. <laughs>
1: I'm just forty one.
3: The old. I'm man. not
1: like Jet. I'm not Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jesse over there uh, but I'm not I'm not far behind uh, well guys that's gonna close out the show. Thanks for hanging out with us for episode 342 uh, before we go we want to say a huge thanks to our almost 5700 YouTube wow. followers and our almost we're four away guys four away from 1100 followers on Twitch. Uh, big thanks to our 16 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities. And a special thanks to all of our Patreon uh, folks who support us over there. And big thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernzberger, Antonio Contornio, Solo Something. That's Esten and Ryan Black, Metroid Hunter 101. Uh, remember, you can head over to Manscaped.com and get 20% off. With uh and free shipping if you use the code NINDADS. It's an I-N-D-A-D-S. Check out our uh all of our merch as well as our social feeds, videos, all that good stuff, and our extra life that you can be a part of over at nintendodads.org. And remember, send us an email at nintendodads at gmail.com if you have a question for the show or if you just want to complain about Justin. Uh, and you can also call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. Big thanks, to OC Remix, for the music used throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you listen to us, please go give us a five-star review. That's five stars, not anything less. And uh, give us some written words. Tell us what you and others, what you enjoy about the show. It helps others find us and uh, get involved. Become part of the Nintendo Dance family. The family. Uh, but anyway, for me, for Tim, for Jesse, for Justin, and for Ryan from Nintendo Nostalgia, this has been episode 342. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.
3: sending into Nintendo dads. They sound like the damn Nintendo dads all of a sudden.